And we are coming down in three, two, one. Mark. Sheen washable. No. The mask, Chris Massey. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ten points for Souls. Nah, but Souls, though. And the Red, Red Baron. Rat, 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 rat. I also realized I didn't introduce myself. Host of Cupcake. <laughs> the Red Baron. Yeah. Make sure you tune in next week. Because we're out of time. <laughs> That's a wrap. We will see. We have to help Rebecca grade report cards. She is a hoe. That's what happens. The hoe train. Can't do the music. Could you just choose not to? You're dumb hoe. Ricochet. What? what? I thought he was going to play the noise. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about the WWE superstar. I thought you were just like standing out the Pokemon. <laughs> Ricochet. <laughs> Hit him with a flying attack. Hit him with a uh, uh. Hit him with a uh, uh, uh. Right, We're live here on the PPM. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't turned us off yet, <laughs> you will. Yeah. Uh, the uh, oh, there it is. Souls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mass might be joining us via Skype via car radio at some point. So <laughs> via car radio <laughs> on Skype, some type of Bluetooth. Yeah, some yeah, some he's got some sort of Bluetooth red tooth thing there. Um, saber tooth tiger. Um, Thanks for that bludgeon credit. Thanks. Uh, starting lineup souls. I am drinking from. New I didn't England. ask you what you're drinking. I just said your name. What you drinking? From New England Brewing Company, Super Naw. Drink it. It's good. Was there a tea in that at one point? Yeah. Oh, it's a silent tea, you fuck. It's stupid enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's from um, Woodsbridge, Connecticut. Ma? I have, from Sierra Nevada, Who cares? the Hazy Little Thing IPA. Everybody's first craft brewery. Just so everybody knows. I like what it says on the friends. can here. Up top it says, family owned, operated, and argued over. I think that's kind of clever. That's cool. Yeah. Kyle's in a foul mood. Not friends with Mock anymore. From the Riddler collection. Oh, go fuck yourself, you cheap <laughs> bastard. So I, I guess the uh, conversation we had earlier in the week hasn't taken. I didn't. <laughs> it was my mother. So <laughs> hit well, the no, we just sack. Can't, can't be derogatory. <laughs> uh, from Omnigame no Brewery in Cooperstown, New York. Neon Rainbows. Prove it. I, well, I, I can show you. I don't want to see. I want to. I want. I want to see the actual place. Can you describe the pattern of the can? Uh, it's kind of like a uh, platinum argyle. I just want to see if he knew the word argyle. I was waiting for him to say like it looks like a colorful crocodile. You know that children's book with the fish with the colorful scales? Rainbow oh, fish. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. That's it. Yeah, Doctor Seuss. That's not uh, the book you were talking about. <laughs> it's actually Doctor Swice. Doctor Swice. It's actually really how you say it. I read somewhere that... I, it, I was always under the impression it was Suez. I thought it was Suez. Suez Canal. 
Suarez. اونا فیش دوز فیش ریاه فیش ازول فیش. You got that right, right? I, I think it was. I think it was well, I mean, fish was in English, but <laughs> wasn't that just how you say fish in Spanish? I don't know how you say English. I don't think so. Oh, right thing. Uno gato. Mr. Roboto. Stop being a teacher. The, res- the resident podcast pet chose to speak. <laughs> so, nobody gave it so any permission. Buzz Killington was ever a person. <laughs> How about we all review some <laughs> scrimshaw? <laughs> Brave men of New Bedford. <laughs> oh, God. Did you guys just have a couple moments? Yeah. Well, we've watched a lot of A couple of gay moments. Yeah, like, <laughs> why did you guys, like, break up or something? <laughs> all right, you draw out the paperwork. Uh, I'm drinking from Guinness. This is Open Gate Brewery <laughs> in Baltimore. Baltimore, Ireland, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not in Baltimore, Ireland. But regular Guinness is from Dublin, Maryland. I'm drinking the Over the Moon Milk Stout. It's a milk stout. So the story behind that is kind of oh, funny. Oh, 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 I was going to get there. Man. Oh, okay. But I'm you sorry. can go ahead. So we, we went to a different package store. And uh, not great selection. The sign, <laughs> so like we don't actually physically see it on the way, but there's a sign for it. It's called Mutts. And uh, the sign made it seem like there was a good selection to go look at. Yeah. So we figured we always stop at Amity on the way. Let's try something different. So we've been looking at the same beers at Amity for a while. And um, it was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Not because you'll never get the other another opportunity. You'll never want another opportunity. Right. But you know what's funny, Kendall? They had a lot of... They had some craft beers there. A lot of Two Roads, obviously. They had, like, Sip of Sunshine, Two Juicy, things like that. And then, like, a real lot of weird stuff like this. They had, like, that, you know, that uh, hazy l- little thing or whatever and, like, super nut and stuff. But you know what they had three cases of? What? Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cases? Mm-hmm. They had a case and a half in the cooler and then a case and a half on their stack of pile of beers. Also, Yingling came out with a light, light beer. It's called Yingling Flight. You got to drink 30 before they start tasting like IPAs. No, nah, they're, like, they're, like, 5.6%. <laughs> hmm. Huh. They're just like low carb, low calorie. Oh, we're talking like Mick Ultras. No, we're talking like Yingling Ultras. <laughs> no, I know. I was I was making a comparison. Nickelback. We'll have to try it. I'm in. Acting like we're animals. <laughs> I was hoping Kendall was going to do the. <laughs> Way to miss your cue. I'll give you something different. I could sleep to that. By the way. Uh, toast maximums. Mine is to uh, a very forgettable Drew Holiday putting up uh, 37 points against the Timberwolves. I almost forgot. I almost said the Bucks, and I was telling myself I wouldn't say the Bucks, and then I almost did. So, good job, Drew Holiday. That's good. I like that one. It hurt my head. It hurt mine, too. <laughs> Kyle, do you have one? Uh, can you come up with yours first? Uh, I have a couple, but I'll do one right now. Can you tell me the other one? <laughs> 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 um, I saw this on online today. My first toast of excellence is to Dick Allen, who in 1966 became the first member of the 4040, uh, where he jacked 40 home runs and smoked 40 Marlboros a day. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought Kendall would like that Actually, one. I do have one. 
and uh, my my other toast is to Miles Turner. Twenty twenty. <laughs> no, it was it was just something I saw on Instagram that Bleach Report was talking about where um he had some like eleven year old kid uh sitting with him before a game and I guess she's battling cancer and bullies at school so he was just kind of saying some kind words to her and it looked it looked you know it was nice that's nice like like that's a cool story but why Miles Turner hey could be Mason Plumley but it can't. he's in Denver. I'm just saying that it could have been him. <laughs> yeah, like, just because he's in Denver doesn't mean there's kids that need help there, too, Kyle. No, they're all, they're all fine, though. <laughs> just, just no child illness. Kyle, what do you got? So, there's this video um, that I saw today where a kid threw a beer can. Not a kid. But, like, a young adult threw a beer can across a lake to another party across the lake. Midair, and the other guy caught it. Oh, the the guy, yeah, on the balcony. Yeah, send it. Got <laughs> it. You got to eat it. It was uh, pretty dope. Yeah. I saw a guy today that that was his license plate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took a picture of it once before. I don't think I ever sent it to you guys. <laughs> nope. I'll find it. Hold on. <clears throat> All right. Did you get this? I did. Oh, all right, cool. Ready to None for you, Mr. You guys just like, I, I kept trying to do mine and everyone kept interrupting, so. Oh, I'm, I'm ready. No, I'm just kidding. Mine's kind of like a homer on two different scenarios. So mine's to Eddie Olchek, Chicago Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, sports commentator, hockey commentator. Uh, so legal betting became a thing in Illinois, and Eddie Olchek fired the first legal sports bet in Illinois, and he bet um, he bet $1,000 on the White Sox to win the AL pennant at 16 to 1 odds. Hmm. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. Are you ready? Yeah. You all ready? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shit, there's a rat in here. It's me. Very good. I won't give a full review yet, but it's not IPA bad. <laughs> hey, does anyone want a Guinness ow, ow. glass? Ooh, no. Do you have one? I have one. You know what you want? You know what you want to do with that? You want to keep that handy for those late night urine sessions. <laughs> and it's funny because I know, like, if no one wants it, like Kendall will take it. That's right. <laughs> I'll take it now. Ooh, Kendall, you're getting to that point now where you're going to start needing a haircut soon. Kendall's got this weird colic that like goes along the back of his head. Can you turn and look at the Heineken light so Mom can see it? Yes. Can, can you do me a favor though? It's <laughs> like this line. Of hair can you do me a favor though, Kendall? Pokes. He kind of he kind of looks like Lenny from *A Vice and Men*. <laughs> can you let it grow out for your wedding so that only in your wedding photos you have really long hair? <laughs> Just so then, like for the rest of ever, you're like, oh yeah, this is the only time I ever had right, this yeah. hair. I think on your wedding you should get cornrows and wear your grill. <laughs> You know, I've tried many times that, but my hair just kind of froze out. But it doesn't like. I'm go, go child. It doesn't like go out. It's kind of like. I do, I do at think least you should go the with the grills. grills. It looks like broccoli. You should go with the grills. I was thinking we could all get grills. What do you think? That could be your gift to your groomsmen. <laughs> be hilarious. Matching grills. I want bottom tooth ones. One real gold. I end up getting six bottoms. Um. So, uh, I lost Shot Trivia last week. <laughs> Shocker. And you know what's funny? We were talking I'm about... I'm losing this week. Don't worry. I, I was thinking about... Send it back and <laughs> forth. 
It got to a point where Kyle and I were just kind of flip flopping. <laughs> no, it hasn't got. It is that point? Well, Did anyone the, catch Paul's cadence there? That was man eater. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Billy Ocean song really made me start like. I got you. Hmm. Uh, is, is the shot out? Is it? No, I gotta get it for you. Well, yeah. Trailer rat this, trash. This is a bummer that Massey's not here. <laughs> I'll get it. Anything you for you, boss. <laughs> Johnny East impressions from today. <laughs> oh, Vince, your muscles are so vascular today. Can I rub ah. some baby oil on them? Why you Freak out, freak out. I can do a pretty good Andre the like Giant, apple, too. Apple cider? I can do a pretty good Andre the Giant impression. Oh. <laughs> uh, close to do one mock. What? Huh? I was doing my Andre the Giant impression. Oh. <laughs> You gentlemen ready? Yeah. Right. Is the question whoever's closest to guess the number the the number of office to president that was the first had the first declared party? Yes. All right, it's two. You're right. I know it. So, Adrian he was Peterson, a federalist. He had 41 career fumbles, by the way. Adrian Peterson. How many career fumble recoveries? Has a hundred and eleven. <laughs> Rushing touchdowns. How many quarterbacks have handed off a ball to him uh, rushing touchdown throw? Bum, bum, bum. Huh. Bum, bum, bum. He's played for three teams, right? Uh, yeah. Well, four technically. Did he play a game for the Cowboys? For the Cardinals? No. What's the fourth team? Yeah. The Saints. I remember him as a saint. Yeah. Viking Saints, Redskins. And uh, Arizona. That's oh, what he just was, said. He was traded from. Uh, uh, yeah, but yeah, did he yeah. actually play there? Like he played a game? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he have a rushing touchdown? Yeah. No. <laughs> How many? Two. Who was the quarterback? <laughs> Carson Palmer. <laughs> Who was the other quarterback after Palmer got hurt? Uh, it must have been just one game. Who are the quarterbacks? There's no in way Minnesota? he had two. In one. <laughs> uh, Fran Tarkenton. Um, eleven. I was gonna say like ten, so that he's. <laughs> you know, I'm, I was, I'm trying to like run through the list of names quick, but then I started joking with Kendall. He was drafted in '08, right? That's a Kyle question. He was drafted the same year as Chris Johnson, right? Chris Johnson and Joe Flacco. Peterson? Yeah. Way before that. Oh. Like, oh, six. No. Not way before. <laughs> but, like, he was drafted before that. I don't think he was part of the 06 draft. So, 605 around there? No. I'm going to look it up. I'm not going to look if up. If I'm wrong, I'll take a shot of private shot. All right. So, if it's not 06, you have to do private shot? All right. Yeah, cool. that's fine. Um, I- I'm going to guess nine. Oh, seven. <laughs> Bitch. You said nine? Yeah. There's a comfy looking ten right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be that guy. I'm going to go with nine and a half. <laughs> He's right, you know. Um, mm, let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Thirteen. And Paul is the closest. I knew I was wrong. As 16. soon as I said it. 
As soon as I was like, that's too low. You guys want to see if you can name a couple of the quarterbacks? Christian Ponder. Correct. Sam Bradford. I don't have him on my list. No way. He was a Viking after that. Yeah, Bradford became a Viking. Adrian Peterson's been out of the Vikings now Christian for like four years. Um, four years. Brett Favre. Yep. Yeah. Drew Teddy Brees. Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Brees. Nope. McCown. The hell was the quarterback for the Saints when he would have had, had to have been? Him. So he didn't actually have a rushing touchdown with the Saints. Oh, all right. Carson Palmer. Yep. Alex Smith. Yep. Dwayne Haskins. Yep. Case Keenum. Yep. Quincy Pondexter. <laughs> Dante Culpepper. No, that's a little too old. Vikings have that many fucking quarterbacks. Um, Sage Rosenfels. Nope. Same caliber people though. Who Who's the other uh, Colt McCoy? Uh, yep. John Kitna. <laughs> no, <laughs> good guess though. I'm trying to think of who's the who's the quarterback before Brett Favre. <laughs> well, was Ponder after Favre? Yeah, that's right. There's a guy who later went and played for the Seahawks. Gus Farrat. Tavares Jackson. Gus Farrat. Tavares Jackson. Russell Wilson. How many are we at? Uh, you guys are missing five that I don't think you're going to get. Well, no, that's not true. These are these are John, John Skelton. Nope. John Skelton. Drew Stanton? Nope. Uh, one person played for the Redskins and the Eagles. Dominic McNatt? Yep. You know, I was thinking that, but he was like, he said, that we were, he said we weren't going to get him. And I was like, well, that's too easy then. <laughs> Yeah, I take back what well, I he said. Well, he was a Viking, too. No, I know that. No, I'm just thinking my head. I know! I give you a dick. Because you're a dick. One guy went 11-5 and five for the Patriots. Matt, Matt Castle. Castle. Matt Castle back. One guy actually became a receiver for a little bit. Uh, Joe Webb? Pryor. Joe Webb. <laughs> oh, I forgot about <laughs> Joe Webb. <laughs> and this guy was like a Brown, a Bill. Kelly Holcomb. Yep. And in th- I don't even have a good hint for you. Uh, I think he played for the Rams and Ravens. Mark Bolger? No, but kind of on the right track. Trent Dilfer? No. First name Jeff? No. Kyle? Is his last name Jeff? No. First name Mike? Nope. All right, who is it? Brooks Bollinger? <laughs> that was my next guess. <laughs> First name Brooks. Because after, after I went through the group, I was going to go straight into Shawshank Redemption names. <laughs> Leading off with Brooks. <laughs> He was here. He was. He was. So, unfortunately, I think it goes back to Kyle, right? Or no, Mock. No, Mock got it wrong. <laughs> right back to Kyle. <laughs> yeah. You know, when he did that, he kind of sounded like the uh, fake Santa Claus from the Santa Claus 2 Drink when he made the rubber Santa Claus to go find a wife. <laughs> he he kind of did. Just saying. <laughs> find a bucket. No, it won't be that You bad. don't need a bucket. Here's the thing. I might. If you use a bucket, you have to finish it. Well, that's not true. Yes, it is. That's not true. It is. If you're getting up, get the private cell. Please. Yeah, pussy boy. And this time, I didn't measure. <laughs> um, is there apple cider in there? I can't reveal, reveal anything yet. Apple sauce. Is this going to be like a thing, though, where like, I'm going to have to sniff it every week? I Well, see, I think you're the only person who has some sort of semblance of being able to figure it out. Are you going to give me one of those? Hey, I got, a, I got a $150 bourbon to work with next week. Oh, really? Yeah. You want to drink it all? 
I do. <laughs> Very much so. I'd like to mix it with some Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, RC. Cola? Actually, RC Cola's okay. In a pinch. You know, you know what I actually caught Kendall doing the other day? That's pretty sticky. You know what Kendall was doing last time? I was at Kendall's house. Hey. Ma, you know what I saw Kendall doing last time I was at his house? He was drinking Johnny Johnny Walker Blue and Moxie. (laughs) Moxie? I think it's almost like impossible to do. (laughs) Yeah, he was drinking that, and then before that, he was drinking Lagavulin and 16 and Fanta Pineapple. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Scotch and Pineapple. (laughs) You know, I saw Purple Hypnotic. Did you? Yeah. Where? No, they didn't. I was going to say. I was going to tell you, why don't you buy it? I check everywhere for you. Thank you. Although it is it is becoming funny to be like, oh, there's Purple Hypnotic. And then Paul goes, oh, really? Oh, you dicks. <laughs> well, because like, the store we were at today is a store that would have a bottle of it. <laughs> when Paul and I, we searched. We we like doing internet searches. We were calling places. I, mean, I the- called... I called over 30 package stores in one day. And then we ended up finding one in New Britain. New Britain. <laughs> we drove all the way to New Britain. And she was just like, yeah, I have like four of them. She goes, well, take them. Have you called back there? It's discontinued. Oh. Uh, so it's, you know. So like if you find it now. So is it Mox trying to like get out of this? Well, no, we're talking. <laughs> Allegedly, uh, Norwalk's Total Wine has it, according to the website. But I called there one time, and they said they couldn't find it. <laughs> Wait. Really? They, well, this was a long time ago. And, uh, oh, you, you should have told me. You know, like I work there. I know. <laughs> the place so, has a Bourbon County display. I calm every Thursday morning. <laughs> I walk in and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> so it could still be there and the two <laughs> people were idiots. I don't know. <laughs> All right, come on, Brooks. Give it a shot. Oh, sorry. I was trying to write something funny. I called you Brooks. Brooks Robinson. Now, gotta smell it and guess. I can smell it already. There's some dark liquor. Some brown liquor. (laughs) There actually isn't. (laughs) No way. This is my finest creation. There's a familiar smell. Well, if you've been to my bathroom, <laughs> yeah. Do you want to smell? You can smell it after, I guess. Yeah, I can smell it after. Just take a well, bit. this is a real bummer. Come on, man, just be able to swallow it. Don't just. I'm gonna it. try. Now, because you always go into these things with like the, I'm just gonna spit it out right away. That's pretty much just a reaction. <laughs> Ew, hold it back. I, I'm trying to get the smell. I know the smell. I should be shocked. <laughs> I know the scent. Is it Dracar Noir? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am disgusting. What's it smell like, Kyle? I don't know. I just did that <laughs> smell like five minutes ago. <laughs> I like the way you said I took that smell. <laughs> Man, I took that smell. Well, what do you think? Not terrible, but not good. <laughs> Souls, want to give it a shot? It's Paul. The f- it's so familiar. Oh, it's Bailey's. <laughs> Why am I drinking this? Because you're you. 
It's not terrible. It's pretty terrible. It's not good, but like, I feel like there should be some like carbonation. In it. <laughs> That's right. It tastes flat. Get a little splash of club soda in there. <laughs> well, did you want to smell it? I would like to smell it. You just toss it. You should take a. You, you should take a try, <laughs> Paul. Uh, no. Why not? I don't have to. Oh, guys, I... it's nine twenty. The draft started. <laughs> did it? No. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny. Wait till our own draft. Well, this is spunky. Yeah, like. So, like, part of me wants to drink it again to to get the smell. <laughs> I think you should, <laughs> but I'm not going to. I highly recommend. Is it rum? It is not. Is it vodka? It is not. Is it a splash of grave? <laughs> is it yin? It is not. Is it licorice? It is not. Is there Thousand Island dressing in this? Nope. Is it Captain Crunch? Yes. <laughs> is there milk in there? There is not. I don't want to waste his milk. That's right. I love my milk. Drank some old milk last night. It definitely tastes like apple cider. Yeah, you did taste it. I, I'm surprised. If I gave it a whiff, I don't know really what it smelled like anymore. I can't remember. No, it tastes like apple cider. It's got like that sweetness to yeah, it. Yeah, like... what? What is it, Kendall? Hold on. Is there, there's one liquor in here? There's one liquor. Is it a liquor? It is. Is it a clear liquor? It is. But it's not gin or vodka. <laughs> is it tequila? It is tequila. Uh, that might have been the smell I was getting. Blanco? Blanco tequila? Yes. It's not the Villa One, though. Oh, it's the Villa One. You put a $35 tequila. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> All right, so it's Villa One tequila. I can't get, like, Thousand Island. Out of it. it smells like a vinaigrette. This smells like, like a drunk salad dressing. Is there mac sauce in there? <laughs> Only the thing I have on me all the time. <laughs> Can you give me a hint of the other two ingredients? Like okay, one? so one is... It's like, I'm right on it, but I can't, like... That's why I like... There's another alcoholic beverage involved in this. Is it cider? It is not. Is it a beer? Like a, like a, like a canned beverage? It is a canned beverage. Is it John Daly's? It is. That's what I'm smelling. <laughs> That's what it is. It's the, it's the, is it the half and half? Yeah, it's the half and half. That's what it is. It's got that Arnold Palmer. We all had that in Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure. No, you had it. You and Jeff. Yeah, you guys had it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> but you guys were there. So what's the last ingredient, the non-alcoholic component? It is Hershey's chocolate syrup. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, there's the sweetness. All right. Well done. Thank you. We Namak, do your follow-up sip. Nah, I'm good now. Just dunk your, just dunk your sack in it. Swish it around. <laughs> Take a mouthwash. All right. Yeah. Souls, what do you got for us? No, no, no. Fuck that kid. <laughs> he sucks eggs. Is that true? Is it true? He sucks eggs? I think his silence is no. Souls, do you suck eggs? All right, I believe him. You can't shake your head on the, on the, on the live They radio. know. They know that you do or don't. <laughs> it's documented. So, uh, doing this thing earlier, where I was being an asshole in the group chat about fans, types types of fans, mm-hmm. aluminum batch, right? And I kind of like realized that, like, oh yeah, are we gonna do Massey's segment while he's not here? Well, we're gonna see if he can Skype <laughs> in at some point. So I kind of figured out that, like, um, we all have like a type of fan about us. So, like, I have something I'd like to add to what you're saying. Okay. 
Are are you going to try and like talk about what type of fan we all are? Yeah. We should each say what type we think we are. And then <laughs> and I then tell have, you what type I think you are? Well, then have everyone just kind of either agree or disagree. All right, that's fair. Kyle, you start. <laughs> I always have to <laughs> Because I know you're not ready. All right. So I am three type of fan into one. Oh, I, I am an asshole. Highly optimistic. And I'm a bandwagoner. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong about that all was three. That's the way of he said it. Now, what do you mean by bandwagoner? I hate players, and they come to my team. I love them. Also, the vice versa of that. He loves a player. If he leaves his team, he then hates them. That's right. not necessarily true. I think there's like forty percent truth to that. I agree with you for for some who? things. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody like recently. Antonio Brown. I don't hate him. I just think he's an asshole. Would I take him back in a heartbeat? <laughs> I'd have to think on it. I don't hate Le'Veon Bell. Not anymore. Because, you know, he was possibly linked to coming back to the Steelers. No, I never hated him. He just wanted the money. He's not an asshole. Okay. <laughs> Am I that wrong was... about my fanhood? So, this isn't really like the way I was thinking about it, but all right. I guess so, yeah. So... There, there's one component that you left out. Homer. You left out Homer. He's not even close to big as a Homer as you. Him. That's not true. I think Kyle also has a splash of the fantasy football fan where he cares more about his fantasy team than anything else going on on Sunday. Yeah. That's everybody. No, no, it's not everybody. <laughs> it's him. It depends on the season the Giants are no. having. <laughs> it, it is for true. The last five years it's been <laughs> let, me, let me tell you what I envisioned for, for Kyle. This is, this is what I pictured for Kyle. So, Kyle is what I called the true obnoxious fan. The fan that always has his team's back. Will always defend his team, and they're never out of the playoffs, even when they're out of the playoffs. <laughs> they have a chance to make the playoffs when they're not in the Super Bowl. Like, that's how much he believes in his team. But he will also always tell you why his team is better than your team, even if they're 0 16 and your team's 16 and 0. And especially if you don't know him personally. The other, the other funny part is it depends who he's watching the game with. Because if you're watching the game with your dad, you are the encouraging force behind all the negative energy. But if your dad's not there, then fuck the team. <laughs> You're pretty much your dad when your dad's not there. <laughs> Is that fair, Kyle? Um, not really. I've, I've, um, Kyle, I have seen you in the first two innings of a Phillies game sit in the living room telling your dad, calm the fuck down, it's the second <laughs> inning. And then go into your room in the third inning, and then somebody will swing and miss, and you'll be like, you're fucking trash, we're going to lose because of you. It depends on who the player is. I've seen you do it to everybody but Bryce. No. Yes. I've done it to Gene. It's because he's always hurt. No, that's not true. Yeah, he sucks. He's not even that good. Bring back Cesar. But Kyle's the type of person, let's say if some random guy came in and said, I was like, hey, I'm a big Falcons fan. And Kyle would just say, oh, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> that I would. The or he'd be like, oh, what? <laughs> what even Kyle's also the closet supporter, meaning he's a big time his team fan, but he's 
also always going to root hard for another team, the Lions. <laughs> I feel like Kyle would be, as time goes on, I feel like he'd be more torn if there was a Lions-Steelers Super Bowl. He'd be like, I'll be happy either way. <laughs> I'd be more happy if the Steelers won, but I'd still be pretty happy if, if <laughs> Matt Stafford got his. Not like Captain Dickhead over there. Hold on, we haven't gotten him yet. All right, so, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. All right, so, Mock, what kind of fan do you think you are? So, I do have Homer tendencies. He's a Chris Jankowski fan. No, Kyle, that's not true, and you know it. Uh, no, it is. It's not. All right, let me ask you a qu- one question, and then I'll, I'll agree with you. I have I have the perfect fan. Gary Sanchez or JT Muta? I think Sanchez is a better batting catcher. There we go. That's what I have to say. Well, no, Gary Sanchez is a better batting catcher. He's a better He's a power hitting catcher, not better hitting. He's a better batter, Kyle. Uh, I'd say the same thing. Two thirty worth it. He's not making thirty million dollars a gonna year. He's going to go for it. And but first of all, he batted two sixty last year. With thirty four, one fourteen, I'll take that. And a missed playoff spot. Okay. But anyway, I I do have the touch of the homer, like like every sports fan. Yeah, that's going to be a real bummer. <laughs> but uh. I, I try to be somewhat realistic. Um, I mean, I, I try and stay optimistic as long as you can. It's been tough, you know, last few seasons of football. But uh, as long as the rest of the division's rough, you know, they're they're in it. Does anybody else have anything that'd like to chime in on the type of fan that Mock is? Because I think I have mine. I think nails it right on that. <laughs> He's an asshole, Christian Kowski fan. You can say it, Kyle, but it's not true. I was hanging out at the Salty Spittoon too much yeah. lately. How tough am I? It's just because you think all your I friends... I ate a bowl of nails for breakfast without any milk. I think Daniel Jones is the next big thing. Kyle, you said he could be. I don't think right, so. So, Kyle, you keep texting me, but, like, it does I need a password. No, he said try it. Like, it said... Change passwords. That's what he told me to tell you to do. All right. So, so this is this is sucks now because now I can't I can't do both of these at the same time. <laughs> so, fuck it. Um, screw the fantasy draft. I don't give a shit about the fantasy draft. We'll do mock thing first. Mock is the dad fan. That is the fan that mock is. You can often catch him wearing his one-size-fits-all Giants hat. You can often find him wearing a New York Giants shirt or sweatshirt along with his jeans and not-so-fashion-forward sneakers or his windbreaker slash sweatpants. Well, these are my work shoes. But they're still not fa- But you wear them regularly, though. <laughs> yeah, it's just easier. They're not fashion-forward, but they're like dad shoes. You can often find him having to miss a game due to a family obligation but finding the nearest area in which he can see a game to find a highlight of a Saquon Barkley run. Yeah. You're also very vocal on social media about his views on the team, whether it's going against management, supporting a player, or pouring out his heartfelt tears of emotions for a player's retirement. So, hold on. I'm not done. I'm not right. done. He's also, in my opinion... The as time goes on, will be the dad fan that will constantly regard all players to the player of the past. 
Like, he'll have, like, some kid will say, oh, that blah, blah, blah is a great linebacker. Let me tell you something about Michael Strahan. Like, that's going to, that, down the line, you know, let me tell you something about Saquon Barkley. <laughs> let me tell you something about Entrell Roll. Like, those. <laughs> he was bad for the Bills. He was adequate. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Who's the guy that you really hated? The defense? Oh, Corey Webster. But I think, I think Mock is the dad thing. You know. Since I said Corey Webster, I was they they posted like a on Instagram like a the Giants account posted like a highlight video because I guess it was like his birthday the other day, and they're like you know hey here's this great highlight and they showed him like making an interception, but it was like pretty routine, like <laughs> like like it was, like it wasn't anything like it's crazy something across the middle and he's like the only guy yeah, there. Like, he was just kind of running up and he, he caught it and I was like oh that's the highlight they chose like it could have been anything else that's pretty cool. I like. <laughs> I love highlights about players who are kind of like not that spectacular, but it's still a namesake. <laughs> it was like, oh, here it is. <laughs> he did this once. I tell you, back then that was a very boring giant secondary. Yeah, it was a very bad giant secondary. Well, until he got his contract. Hey, can you text Mass and tell him to open up the Yahoo app on his phone and approve a sign-in? Yahoo. Tell him I need the I need the account key code. Tell you the uh, burp flavor is not good. So what do you think about the dad fan? So I I think it's pretty accurate. The only thing I I kind of disagree with is I don't I don't post as much on social media <laughs> as my brain thinks. No, but like but when you do, a lot of times it is the more heartfelt. But thing. It, no, but like but you you posted about get get this clown out of front office. Yeah, you know like it was Mac. How like the post you made about when Gino took over for Eli that one game. Yeah, like those are dad posts. That was a real bummer. But those are dad posts. <laughs> you know like like because the way you word them, you word them like like you're you're safe in case an employer ever looks at Facebook. <laughs> like it's not just like what a fucking asshole this guy. Like it's their dad post. Well that. Because that's the Chris Jankowski thing, which I am not. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Kendall. <laughs> I was laughing today when this kind of uh, this topic came up, and, and I was laughing very hard at some of the assessment. And uh, I think I am totally a sports hipster, 100%. <laughs> Someone who is generally liked something's popular, nah, not for me. <laughs> Can't be. I'm going to like the guy who's three times as bad and has half the touchdowns as the person. Um, I don't think I'm a bad Steelers fan, though. I, I hope I'm not. I, I think I, I'm not like a... It feels like you like the Chargers more. Kyle, I like football more than anything. So Pittsburgh's my favorite team. Then I like Buffalo a lot. I like the Chargers a lot. I also like the Texans a lot. I like the, I like the Broncos. It's Chris Massey. Here you go. Keep by the cursor. <laughs> It's right fucking there. Oh, Mass, you on I-95 Southbound? Live from Massachusetts, it's, it's Chris Massey. Uh, it's Saturday night. <laughs> Mass, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How terrible is the audio? Not bad. Uh, it's pretty rough. It's, you know, Sounds about normal with you sitting here. <laughs> Ooh, I, just, I, I decided to switch from a bathtub tonight to a wind tunnel. Ooh. Wait, do you have windows down right now? No. Okay. I just found out that the reason I'm in last place in basketball is because I lost to Rebecca last week <laughs> by like 800 points. The the scoring in the basketball is funny. It's like, hey, you won. It was 1400 to 12. All right, so <laughs> oh wow, Mass, I'm in for you. By the way, what? I'm in for you on uh 
He's in you. On the draft. Oh, perfect. Okay. Please don't be too rough to me tonight because it's not like I didn't want to do the draft. No, I'm just going to give you all reds. Perfect. Best jerseys in baseball. Jeff, if you're listening, please log into the draft. Your kid can be awake and you can do it. So, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. What? Probably didn't hear. The math decided to drive up to Boston instead of going up to the show because the computer broke. No, we went over it. Yeah, right. it sounds like a real screw you guys move, but it's cool. Real quick, on the Kendall fan thing. Kendall is the missed his calling fan. That's what I call him. The missed his calling fan. He is. He's the fan, he's the fan that thinks he could always be coaching the team better than the team is being coached. He's the fan that's constantly blaming the play call, saying the correct play that could be ran, telling the refs that, you know, th- that they're doing a great job or a bad job, constantly you know, pointing blame to the right player on the field for a, like a missed route or poor thing. And, and he, he's the player, he's the, he's the fan that should be coaching. Gregor, you're thinking Ronald Acuna Jr. Well, thank hey, you. So, uh, am I allowed to throw in a super late chance of excellence or no? Uh, yeah, is it to Rebecca oh, being a fucking dumbass right out of the gate? You're up, Ken. <coughs> Your girlfriend's Why? an idiot. What do you do? <laughs> you know, now I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> she picked Jacob DeGrom at the first yeah. pick. Well. Gross. Yeah, guy just had Tommy John surgery and is out until August. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to have to pick Mike Trout now. Come on, man. Well, you know, I, I should Trout, he's not going to fall. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to make it to the last pick in the fucking... But um, Ken- Kendall's also the guy that just loves everybody. I do like a lot of people. That's not I what I said. There's like three people in football that he hates total. But even them, well, he doesn't does, hate does them. Does the Patriots roster count as one? <laughs> Kendall, do you hate the entire Patriots roster, or do you just hate Belichick and Brady? And, Logan, if you're listening to the show, dude, it's the third fucking pick. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, Come man. Come on now, he Kermit's got to be auto-drafting. No, he's not. But it took him that long. I don't know. I think my... I still dislike them, but it's like... I just kind of give it up. New England, they, they beat me. They just, <laughs> they just beat me down. I just... I, I can't... I can't focus on my frustration. Worn, you're just worn down now? Yeah. Well, well, a long time ago. Just give me a second on Masters pick. i got to scroll to the last ranked player. I, hey. It was after they after Seattle uh, lost to New England. I think that was it for me. I just kind of gave up. Should I just should I just draft them Bryce Harper right out of the gate? Am I picking before sold? Um, I don't know actually. Mass, by the way, you owe me one trade for drafting for me. Mm-hmm. Are you going to draft well for me? Well, I made two people in the room go. Oh, yeah. Hey. Auto-draft is on. Who? Listen, Jeff, this is going to aggravate me so much. Well, the thing, for me, the problem is, oh, Jeff got picked. Oh, no. I just took best available. Um, so, let me ask this question. Why didn't Kyle just make up, like, an email for him, draft for him, and then send him the email and be like, this is your team, good luck? Because we did that, and he won fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. That's a fair thing. All right. So, here's the problem. This is why I wanted to avoid the draft. Nobody's talking about anything. Everyone's just looking <laughs> at the draft. So, 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 I'm not going to look at the draft. I'm more than happy to talk. Um, can you do your segment from the... in the car? What? Can you do your segment from in the car? 
No, because I can't read any of the notes that I wrote. Well, you don't remember the things you did? Oh, Master on the phone. All right, go. Okay. Well, uh, you can kind of... Did we talk about the Rams logo yet? Well, no. this this was kind of like dusting along the... You mean the Chargers logo? <laughs> yeah, essentially. So, the best way that I could describe it is it looks like a news station logo. It does. So that's the best way that I've... That's the best way that I've heard it put. I've saw, heard swirlings that it's an alternate logo, which doesn't excuse it, but gives me a little bit of hope that the real thing will be a little bit better. So, um, two two things, Mass, real quick. One, I saw something similar to your that like a post. Someone was like, it, it looked like someone didn't have the rights to the NFL, so they made a logo just to have it fit. And also, I don't know if you guys remember, there was something similar to this that happened not too long ago. I want to say in the past five or six years, where either it was a, a jersey or a logo or something, and people just hated it, and they ranked on it. And then they ended up backing out. That was the thing. Chargers. Was it the Chargers? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. the Chargers They logo. did the L.A. Yeah, with the, the, the bolt. Yeah. It was the one that looked like the Dodgers logo. I keep seeing this thing popping up where it's like the, um, like it's, it's saying like L.A. Rams. Hey, can I borrow your homework? And then it's like L.A. Chargers. Oh, yeah. yeah, but don't copy it exactly. And it was like, okay. Well, so here's the thing. I mean, like. I feel like you're talking this from a fucking propeller plane. I, I know. I do. That's why I was asking. That's why you're a dumb bitch. Yeah, we did. What? Damn it, Logan. So, uh, so I mean. Your thoughts on the, the, the CEO who's The COO who's in charge of the, uh, the unveiling of the logos, I guess. Finally, uh, said something today. He just tweeted out the um, the Anchorman gif of that escalated quickly of everybody shaming it. Like it's hysterical how many people have come out to roast it. I don't think I've seen a single positive thing about it. <laughs> Somebody came out and said that it was a Trump comb over. <laughs> I can't. I can't see that now. Oh, that's funny. Like, oh, it's terrible. Uh, here, I'll even link that picture so you guys can enjoy that. No, I can't because uh, I'm too busy trying to draft nine teams at once. Well, I already sent it to the group chat so yeah. you guys can look at it. But The only uh, nice thing is on the reverse way back, if there's a player that I really want, I have two picks to get him. Because huh. I'm like, oh, I want that guy. <laughs> Mass can't steal him. So, I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I'm hoping that they come out with something different. I did see uh, somebody who kind of made a point, though. Is that its logo, maybe? What really matters at the end of the day is the uniform. Well, yeah. it's they fucked those up. Well, There's like going to be a goddamn riot. Just so here's the thing, though. Even if the logo is kind of terrible, I'm kind of excited for you guys to have matching uniforms and not look like a bunch no of lie. like cards and from a Madden Ultimate team. The thing that makes me feel better, too, is we thought that they were going to just a purely blue and white scheme. By having the horn in yellow, it means they're keeping the royal yellow and royal blue. So I'm excited about that. No, you got, no, 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 no. You guys are doing green and yellow. Green and yellow, green and yellow. Green and yellow. Man, that was telegraphed. So we still <laughs> got to talk about two other fans. We still got to talk about Paul and Mass. All right, so talk about me. So, so Mass, what kind of sports fan are you? <laughs> I said talk about me, and he goes, fuck but, you, no, 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 Mass. No, no, no. <laughs> so apparently I'm a... Paul defined this last night as uh, being wary of success by being realistic in how the team actually is going to end up, which I guess I can say is true. I mean, I went into the Super Bowl thinking we were going to win it, and then it was just all downhill from there. 
It was like the Steeler game. I, I, I seem to recall you telling us the Rams were going to lose that Super Bowl. No, no, no. I came around. I came around and it was just at the end of it. I was like, we're going to go in there. And we're going to beat the Patriots. We're a good team. And then they proved me wrong. Yeah, they did. That they did. So, Todd Gurley is also unhappy with uh, with the team right now. Because of the uniforms? No, because of his future with them, possibly. Well, you guys are dicking him around. <sighs> Fuck you, man. He didn't look good last year. It was again, dude. Uh, so, Paul is also... Paul, what did you define yourself as? Well, no, so, like, we're going to talk about what we think of you as a fan. I was just being an oh, asshole, right. but it kind of sparked this. Well, I'd say... We're, we're, all right. So, what do you guys... What kind of, like, what kind of like fans do you think Matt is? Like, you, like, the way we've been talking about it. Matt is a fan that hates his own team. <laughs> so, Matt is still new. Everything is still new to him, I feel. It's like he's still, you know... He, he hasn't settled into his own yet. You know, it's Mass is a classic slow expectations guy. If you, if you, no, it's just like you're, you're one of those things where it's like if you hope for the worst, you can never be disappointed. You can only be surprised. Which is I pretty mean, much yeah. what everybody at this table's sex life has been like for the past decade. 15. You're right. <laughs> 15. <laughs> no, but. Kendall didn't lose his virginity I've, until yesterday. That's right. It was to me, and I found it again. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Kendall's not wrong. I mean, I have been watching sports a lot less than everybody else at that table. I I definitely did not watch baseball until I started dating Ashley, and even then. Remember when you were a Saints fan? For a year, yeah. Yeah, good thing you got off that whiny bandwagon. Like I hopped onto a bandwagon. I hopped onto the wagon of a two and fourteen team. No, I didn't say you were a bandwagon. God, calm down. Uh, Homer. Homer. So, so Paul. Yeah. What what type of fan are you? A crushed fan. <laughs> Hold on, I got to do this like double draft thing here. I was laughing in our group chat when Paul described himself as a, a memorial fan. <laughs> I, I, like, chuckled out loud when I read that. Is, no, no, no. Kendall didn't laugh out loud. He just went, huh. No. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Alone in my office. <laughs> oh, he has an office. Yeah, I just wanted to let everyone know that I have one. <laughs> I was looking out my window. <laughs> Not that I see out that window. Uh, but it, it was funny. I, I I think Paul is a fan because he, he, he comes from a, a a rich sports pedigree where you know the, the teams have a you know a, a winning mantra. I'm a frustrated them. sports fan. I'm a fan that constantly, through a lot of my teams, have seen a lot of promise get dumped down the drain due to stupid executive or coaching decisions. But no matter how much I bitch and moan, I will. I don't miss. I don't miss games. Well, like, I mean, I miss Bears games, but that's just because they're like not on TV, and like it's just I can't get them on. Like you know, I don't, whatever. Like, football's harder because it's like you got shit going on. It's yeah. like you know, like you can't just. I don't care what anybody says. You can't be a family man, a friend, and like a functioning member of society and have seventeen Sundays free in a row. 
It yeah. just doesn't work. Yeah. Have we talked about? Uh, I'm I'm a frustrated fan. I'm a definitely a pessimistic fan when it comes to football, for sure. So, so I've noticed something with Paul, and and it's mostly with football, where the the pessimism thing kicks in. But I think it's mostly so that if it pans out that way, you can be like, "Yeah, I knew." But then, yeah, like, low expectations. <laughs> but then, like when it doesn't, it's like, "Yeah, I knew." So I think it kind of lets you bounce both ways, well, which I re- like. See, but the thing for me is like the reason like football is fourth for me at this moment in time is because you start off the season zero and three, and it's just like, "All right, well, yeah. it's pretty much done. The rest of this is a wash." But. The Blackhawks are like nine points out of a wild card spot with twenty games to go. They could still very well get a wild card spot. Like there's just there's so much more time to be excited. Yeah, and I'm a frustrated sports fan. That's the type of sports fan. I get that. So, all right. So let's say let's go to break real quick. Let's get everybody kind of mass. You can kind of get reacclimated with your uh, car situation. Um, we're all going to figure out this drafting thing, and then when we come back. I think Mock had something he wanted to do. Yeah, we could get into it. All right, so we're going to come back, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Yeah! And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk, live on the PPRN Radio Network. Joined by a bunch of degenerates, assholes, and motherfuckers. The Maskers Massey. The Maskers Massey. Hello! <laughs> My friend Cyborg Cyagra Cyrus Amundsen. <laughs> first All right, Mike, what's, your, what's your segment? Um, I'm, I'm pulling it up. Nope, I need to know now. You had 10 minutes. I, no, no, no. I, I just got to pull up. pick the guy you're drafting. I'm getting there. Kyle Vance. Right. Yeah, Mike's right. not right. my friend anymore. I'm uh, moving on to my second beer. Uh, Dave's Kick Save IPA. I've reviewed that. From uh, New it? Haven. Um, I don't know. I don't remember how Paul enjoyed it. Seven percent. Okay, so here we go. So I started following this this page on Instagram. Uh, it's called Stat Loading, and they they do these these cool things where oh, they God. show like a silhouette of a player, and they give you the college and then teams that they played for, and you guess the player. Uh, so cool. so it's pretty much um, NFL primarily. So I figured I could. Read off the colleges, or the college, the teams they played for. Uh, I like this game. Then they give you a hint as to what years they played for each team, and then you guess the player. All right. I've seen these. I I like this. So here's the first one. This player played college ball at Pitt. He played for the Eagles, the Bills, and the Chiefs. Eagles, Bills, and Chiefs. Yes. Is it LaShawn McCoy? Does anyone else have a guess? I, I missed Sean McCoy. So this player played his college football at Pitt. Oh, this is no fun that we're doing this because Kyle's just going to know him. <laughs> no, Kendall got it right. And he played. I for know, the but you're Eagles, just going to know him. The Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, Lashawn McCoy fits that bill perfectly. Yeah. It's Charlie Morton. No, it's Lashawn <laughs> McCoy. Uh, the next one here, I believe this is Villanova's logo. Is it a V? <laughs> it's a V in a star. <laughs> a V like in Vanderbilt. Oh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Villanova's the swords. Oh, uh, okay. Right, Kyle? Uh, 
They don't have any swords. So is Vanderbilt also the swords? No. Uh, Villanova just has a V that's like light blue. and. Who's got the swords? That's uh, Vanderbilt. I guess they have both. Uh, so Vanderbilt is... Ooh, Reese Hoskins orange, off the board, though. The orange and, like, brown and weird one. Villanova is blue and white. So this player played at Vanderbilt. Okay. <laughs> he was a Bronco, a Bear, and a Dolphin. Jay Cutler. Oh, Jay Cutler. <laughs> Damn. It's Jay Cutler. <laughs> After thinking about it, for yeah, but uh, Kyle, what is that one there? Utah. All right, this guy played at Utah. <laughs> is it Eric Weddle? He was a Charger, a Raven, and a Ram. He is yeah. Eric Weddle. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! All right. Can I just say something real quick? Yeah. So Eric Weddle and Ben Roethlisberger apparently are really good friends, and then when his time in San Diego was up, he's like, "Hey." I want to go to Contender. Instead of going playing with his good friend, Ben Roethlisberger, he went and played with the Ravens, and that forever steams me. <laughs> That's funny as hell. He probably did that on purpose. He probably did. And for that reason, he's a rat, just like me. Well, let's be honest. If it was any of you, it was like, oh, I could go play with my best friend, or I could go play against him and say, fuck you. Definitely would play against him. I guess. I guess. But I don't have to like it. That's fair enough. Mark, what else you got? Uh, I was making my draft choice. Oh, all right. Uh, so, up next, Kyle, is that Rutgers? It is. All right, this guy played at Rutgers. Rebecca Sanderson. Was he, dra- <laughs> was he drafted by the Patriots? He was a Patriot, yep. and he was a Titan. McCordy. Yep. Sony Michelle. Jason McCordy. Is there any other guests? If, Mike Vrabel. If, if you'd like... <laughs> If you'd like, I could tell you the years that he played for these teams. I would sure, like that. Go ahead. Uh, so you, Kyle, he played. <laughs> I got my closure set. He played <laughs> for Rutgers, twenty ten to twenty twelve. He was a Patriot from twenty thirteen to twenty sixteen, and he was a Titan from twenty seventeen to present. Oh, is it uh... Jason McCord? Kyle, is that Jason your McCord? final answer? No, McCordy back on the Patriots. Yeah. And? He's currently a member of the Titans, jackass. Is it Malcolm Butler? Logan Ryan. The answer is Logan Ryan. Yeah. You know, after I said Malcolm Butler, I knew it was Logan Ryan. So screw you guys. This player was a Florida Gator, a Denver Tim Bronco, Tim and Tim a Tim New Tim York Tim Jet. Tim Tebow. And he's on the Patriots. Joking it is Noah. Tim Tebow. Not a favorite player, but he was given a raw deal. He wasn't good. What was the question? <laughs> he wasn't a good quarterback. Won a playoff game. So did, so did a lot won. of the quarterbacks. I'm not saying he was the next coming. Luke McCown, Luke McCown won two playoff games. He should have been given a chance. He was. He was not. He was. You know, say Roosevelt's beat the Bengals twice <laughs> in the wildcard run. <laughs> uh, this player played at Alabama. He was a Packer, a Redskin, and a Bear. Ha ha, Quentin Dix. Yep. All right, so there Kyle's not allowed to go first anymore. Yeah. All right, we got a uh, Miami, I believe, right? That's the Miami, the U Miami there. Hurricane. Miami Hurricane. 
He was a bear, a falcon, a raven, and a seahawk. Devin Hester. Bear. Good job, Paul. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't realize. He What's funny about the Devin Hester one is they just left his silhouette and put his name. <laughs> didn't put the picture of him. I didn't realize he played for all those other teams. We have another Florida Gator who was a Viking, a Seahawk, a Jet, and a Bill. A Viking, a Seahawk, a Jet, and a Bill? Yes. Was Percy, it Percy Harvin. Harvin? It's Percy Harvin. Let's see here. Uh, all right. We have another Pitt player who was an Eagle, a Patriot, and a Titan. Currently with the Titans. Yes. Hmm. Eagles, Patriots, Titans. Hmm. Oh, is it a fucking running back? Uh, that's not a name. Deion Lewis. It's Deion Lewis. Yeah, that's. All right. Thank you, Mass. Kyle, is that Washington? It is. All right, this guy played at Washington. Nate Robinson. <laughs> he was a chief, a ram, and a raven. Played at Washington. Marcus Peters. It's Marcus Peters. It is, yep. So I, I'll do a couple more here. No, you got to keep this going until 1030. <laughs> uh, you should have taken a half hour. I know, but I thought you guys would need more hints. <laughs> You're asking a thing about based on college questions Kyle, to what Kyle. Is, what is that one there? Maryland. Maryland. This guy was a 49er, a Bronco, and a Redskin. Kendall, you should know this. Uh, I'm sorry, one one more time. 49er, a Bronco, and a Redskin from Maryland. Was it Vernon Davis? God damn it, he's right. It It was Vernon Davis. Good job, Mass. The college logo appears to be some type of... Hornet. Georgia Tech. Correct. <laughs> this player was a Bronco, a Texan, and a Jet. Oh, uh, Decker. Uh, it's wrong. Really? Yes. Oh, he's never a Texan. Was he never a Texan? Was never a Texan. I have the teams again. Uh, Georgia Tech. Denver. Trying to get this White Sox thing going early. Houston. Jets. Denver, Houston. All right, so who did Houston hate so much that they sent him off to the Jets to die? Thomas Jones. No. Because he was a bear. Sorry, so what, what are we doing again? Just one more time. Sorry, I'm trying to do drafts. Denver, Houston, Jets. Denver, Houston, Jets from Maryland. And who uh, do we, who from Georgia. From Georgia Tech? Georgia. Yeah. And who do we eliminate? Eric Decker. Yeah. Um, that's really the only person that was like so a solid. 49er. Yeah. Oh, sorry, wrong Bronco, one. Texan, Jet. Bronco. No, somebody that the Texans hated so much that they sent to the Jets to die. Bronco, Texan, Jet. I'm trying to think of running backs oh, that. No, no, look at this. Uh, never mind. Offense or defense? Offense. 
Oh, wait a minute. Um, Jamarius Thomas. The Jet. No, he yes. wasn't a, he wasn't a Jet, was he? He, he, is, he is a Jet. I tried, I tried him a week in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> they forgot the Patriots. Was it, he didn't play a game for the Patriots. Play. No? They never played. That's right. So, like, the Tebow one only showed Broncos, Jets. Is that Michigan? It didn't, yeah, it didn't show Patriots or Dolphins, right? I'm not going to say that one because I know it. All right. And I think Paul right. knows it. Love you on Bell. No, you know it. <laughs> uh, this player played at Michigan. He was a Raider, a Packer. Michigan. A Raider, a Packer, and then a Raider. Raider Packer. Oh, Charles Woodson. Yes. One of one of three Packers so, I, I one of three Packers I'll admit my love for. So as as I find the next one, there's there's this Instagram page I come across every once in a while. Oh, I thought Kyle drafted Gary Sanchez and I was I gonna didn't mean smack to him, him in the face. I didn't mean to pick him. It's a good pick though. Who'd you pick? Mike Mustakas. Well, Cobb, I was going to take him, so that was cool. God damn it. The guy I wanted oh, is still right there. Right I think your team looks pretty good, to be honest with you. Kyle, what is that logo? Arizona State. All right, this guy went to Arizona State. He was uh, a Raven, a Cardinal, and a Chief. Raven, Cardinal, and a Chief. Don't know, Matthew. How, don't know how crazy you're going to be That's about this right. pick, but I'm going to pick him anyway. <laughs> That's not right. He went to LSU. <laughs> He all played right, for all so three teams. Right. No, he didn't. He wasn't a Raven. I'm gonna shoot myself in the fucking guy? throat. Um, do you want the? Do you guys want the years? No. No. Can you do? Can you say the I, thing again? Sorry. He went to Arizona State. Yep. He was a Raven, a Cardinal, and a Chief. Terrell Suggs. Terrell Suggs. Good job, Paul. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, here we go. The wrong goddamn oh, button. Well, that seems kind of derogatory. No, I'm like, <laughs> so mad at him. Whoa, yeah! <laughs> so, this player played for the Tennessee Volunteers. He then went to Pitt and was a Bill and then a Raider. Tennessee, Bill, and a Raider? Kendall, you should know this one. He was a Bill and then right, a Raider. So he transferred to Pitt from Tennessee and was a Bill and then a Raider? Nathan Correct. Peterman. Yeah. Richie Incognito. Oh, no. He's a dolphin. <laughs> this guy went to UCF, was a Raider, a Viking, and then a Saint. Raider, Viking, Saint from UCF. You should know this, Mass. Why? Because that's your school. Central Florida is your school? That's where you met Michael Jordan. Huh. Did you guys like the years? No. So, Raider, Viking, Jet? Correct. Raider, Viking, Wait, Jet? Raiders, Viking, Jet? Oh, sorry, Saint. Sorry, Saint. Sorry. Right. Apologies. Raider, Viking, Saint. Uh, offense or defense? Offense. Raiders, Viking. Kendall, what do you think? So South Florida. Central Florida. Latavius Central Murray. Florida. Latavius Murray. Wow. Nice. I always forgot he was a Raider. Got to replug my headphones here. I unplug them. <sighs> Kyle, it happened. Get over it. Kyle, I'll trade you Mike Moustakis for Bryce Harper. That's not who I... 
I mean, okay. But <laughs> I also want $150 in cash. All right. This player was an Ohio State Buckeye. The Ohio State. A 49er, a Brown, a Jaguar, and then a Texan. I'm out on this one because I'm, I'm looking. I'm drafting right now, so I'm out. I'm out on this one, guys. Uh, Paul, your answer, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's real fucking funny, huh? The, the Jaguar is really throwing me off. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know this guy was a Jaguar. <laughs> He's an offensive player. Shit. Can you see the four teams again? Niner, Brown, Jag, Texan. Oh. Is it Cecil Schultz? I don't Schultz. know the last two teams no, it's not. for. It's not Jeff Garcia, is it? It is not. It's an offense, though, right? Offense. He's an offensive cornerback. Oh. No, he's an offensive player. Uh, is it kind of like a crappy receiver? Couldn't fucking click the button. Incorrect. Were you thinking Cecil Shorts? Because Kyle guessed him. No, no, no. I was just thinking of somebody random. I don't know. Stevie Johnson? No, nah, he played for Buffalo. Would you like oh, the yeah, years? Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was a Niner from 2014 to 2017. A Brown in oh 2018. God, a Jag in 2018. And then a Texan in 2019 to now. Hmm. Holy shit. That recent? That recent? I don't think of tight ends that didn't really amount to anything. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to rack my brain on right now. All right, I'm sorry to do this again. Uh, Can we repeat this again? It's the running back. Running back. What's his name? I I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what the teams are. He was a Niner. From 2014 to 2017, a Brown in 20, a Brown in 2018, a Jag in 2018, and then a Texan last year and is currently a Texan. Because he, he he backed up for Duke Johnson last year. What was his fucking Carlos name? Hyde. Carlos Hyde. Yeah, did, no, Carlos. Duke Johnson backed up for Carlos Hyde. I did not know Carlos Hyde was a Jaguar. I had no he idea. was like he last year. Last year. Don't even yeah, remember he got that. Traded for the Browns. Just so you guys know, when you drop beer on your phone and it kind of solidifies, it makes it impossible to hit the draft button, <laughs> and then you get stuck with an outfielder that you don't want. Yep. That's not what happened to you, Kyle. It was a different thing. It wasn't that. Uh, this guy went to Texas A&M. He was a Dolphin and then a Titan. DeAndre uh, Walker. Kenny Stills. No, oh, no. That's a, that's yeah. a, that I almost said Kenny Stills. Yeah. That was, I don't know why. It was, like, it was like right by my head. Ronnie Brown. <laughs> Incorrect Amundo. No, it's a joke. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. What about his what about that seven year stint he had with the Packers? I thought you said he went to the Saints, not the Titans. I said Titans. Did you? Yeah. Oh, Alright. So what happens when you don't have bows. This player was a Miami Hurricane, a Cardinal, and then a Jacksonville Jaguar. Cardinal Hurricane. Cardinal. Cecil Shorts the third. <laughs> Alan Hearns. Kenyon Drake. Incorrect. Not Kenyon Drake? It's not Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake was not a Jaguar. Well, just, I thought you said... Cardinals Jaguar. I thought you said Dolphins. I know they kind of rhyme, but no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, 
Defense. Chandler Jones. Incorrect. No, he's still a Cardinal. Isn't he? he was also a yeah. Patriot. Uh, Getting a very heavy, uh, what's his name? He's the defensive pass rusher. Calais Campbell? It's Calais Campbell. Yep. Yep. How many more of these would you guys like to do? All of them. Oh, I'm kind of running out. Fun. How many more you got? I don't know. Because I'm, I'm just scrolling through the Instagram page. And it's also, it's, right. we'll, we'll shout them out here. It's stat loading. Check them out. They post some fun stuff. Uh, this player was a Miami Hurricane, a Niner, a Colt, a Dolphin, and a Bill. Frank Gore. Yep. That's where my brain goes the second you say Hurricane. Okay. <laughs> um, I usually think devastation and disaster. Oh, Kyle, that's funny. I was gonna do that. <laughs> well, I mean, right court, same thing. Cover for me. Did you guys see that uh, Josh Norman signed with the Bills? Yeah, who cares? Who? Josh Norman. Did he? Yeah, trying to you know plant his glory days in Bills Mafia. I mean, there's worse places to go out. Yeah, what a steep fall for him. Well, he's just a guy that was not that good. Well, McDermott was his coach when he was with the Panthers and had that uh, those two really good years, wasn't he? Uh, I guess, yeah. I guess that would be the, the, the right timeline. I'm trying to remember. Because they went to Washington for like three or four years. I remember like, that was the signing like that everyone was talking about. Like, oh, well, you know. Josh Norman, blah blah blah. He's gonna he's gonna tear it up in Washington, and did just the opposite of that. He, he he's just a guy like we see it all the time with corners that you know they they're good for a little while. They have that one great year, and then they're really not that good. Yep. How much money did he just rob the Jets of? Forty six mil. Not enough. It's a lot more than that. Kyle, that one's Vanderbilt, like right? Or, uh, Virginia. sorry. Uh, oh, Paul, the Swords is Virginia. Huh? The Swords is Virginia. So this player went to Virginia. He was a Ram, a Patriot, and an Eagle. Chris Long. Chris Long. Mash, you lost. The worst of the Long brothers. Or the worst of the Long family. It goes Howie, Kyle, Jake, who's not actually related, and then Chris. <laughs> this player went to North Carolina. Michael Jordan. Oh, that's right. Was a Jerry Stackhouse. Was a Panther, a Bear, a Packer, and a Panther. Who should Muhammad? No. No, uh, Julius Peppers. Yes. <laughs> you see that names were thrown out, and you throw out Moose and Muhammad? Which is the <laughs> second time you've bullshitted that name out of your fucking face the past week? It's a good name. <laughs> Not you. Never mind. Don't want to actually get derogatory there. <laughs> this player was a Florida State Seminole, a Cardinal, a Raven, a Niner, and a Lion. Wow. A Cardinal? A Raven, a Niner, and a Lion. Anquan Bolton. Correct. Ah, good on you, Paul. Damn. A lot of people forget he played with the Lions. That I certainly might have been the last one. All right, Deion Sanders. We got one more. Michigan State Patriots. Tom Brady. Bingo. No. 
he went to school at New England. <laughs> <laughs> he went to school to Belichick of Hard Knocks at University. <laughs> Dickfuck.u, another book. Hey, so, Matt, how long till you're home? What's your ETA? 45 minutes. So this this Instagram page, they also do like these, like, who would you rather have type thing. So they have a couple here that I think are kind of interesting. So the first one is who Ariana would, Grande, <laughs> Demi Lovato. Which, which wide receiver would you want for next season, the 2020 season? Stefan Diggs or Cortland Sutton? Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs. I just don't think he's, I don't think he's properly utilized in that offense. I think that offense has too many weapons with a quarterback that doesn't know how to utilize a, like a platoon of weapons. I think he benefits more from having like that one go-to guy, and that he makes that one go-to guy feeling. I feel like Diggs. Could, I feel like Diggs could be a top five receiver in an offense that knows how to use him a little better. Fair enough. Then this is a uh, which running back would you rather have for next season? Joe Mixon or Josh Jacobs? So, so I'll, I'll throw this at you guys also. They each had one fumble last year. Uh, Josh Jacobs There's had 13. Different kind of backs, Jacobs had 1,316 yards. Mixon had 1,424. Jacobs had seven total touchdowns to Mixon's eight total touchdowns. So Mixon with 100 more yards and one more touchdown. I'm going to go with Jacobs. I think that's a very, very close. I would really say that's 1A and 1B. You can't go wrong there. Hey, I have a question just for the rest of this draft real quick. These are, So we have two starting pitcher spots, two relief pitcher spots, and then five pitcher spots. Are, if, if you have somebody in that pitcher spot, does that mean that their stats count? Yeah. Oh, okay. Would have uh, been good to know that. <laughs> I just thought that was your pitcher bench. <laughs> oh, God, I'm next. Oh, shit, Mass is up. Mass is up. Mass is up. Mass, what do you So, mean? yeah, pretty much that was all the guess the players I had. <laughs> all right, so I'll ask you guys. Do you guys have time to do the segment that I asked you guys to do the homework for in 24 hours? Well, we're going to yeah. do that. We'll do that in the third hour. We'll finish up the hour okay. with that. All right. Just because it's 10 o'clock. It's going to take more than a half hour. Kendall, you said you had all something right. you wanted to talk about, right? Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't say that, but he's he watch it. Let's see what he comes up with. Let's see what he comes up with on the fly. All right, most millimeters pissed in an hour. It's a board game, right? How many rounds the are there? Ball. Like ball. seventy-five. Hold on, hold on. How many rounds are there in the draft, Kyle? Uh, like twenty-two, twenty-three. There's more than that. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to do the math of a battery percentage decrease versus rounds. What mass? You said you had like a ten-minute segment. You yeah, we did that before you were on the phone. Uh, what was it? What, what kind of sports fan are you? I was here for that. <laughs> you caught the tail end of it. No, no. What kind right. of sports I'm fan is Rebecca? Fan. You guys want to talk about controversial Lady Bing uh, co- candidates? What? You want to talk about Lady Bing favorites? We'll talk about that. All right, Kendall, lead us off. Okay. Uh... Chandler Harvey. Bing was my favorite character on Friends. <laughs> Harvey Wimbledon. <laughs> I was trying to think of the name for in Batman uh, Two Face. What's the name of his? Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent. You know what? Though? Let's do this. I, I like the the thing. All right. So for the next season, we'll just go about it throughout all kinds of sports. Okay. Cool. 
right. So, going into next season, who would you rather have on your team at shortstop? Carlos Correa or Tim Anderson? Uh, I'm going to take Tim Anderson because I think Carrera's going to get a lot of balls thrown no, no, no. at him. Like, <laughs> take away the like the buy, the cheating aspect of it. Like, I mean, just just off of like what they're going to produce for you offensively and defensively. Carrera just because he's a better fielder. Okay. I I think I would take Carrera. It's fine. There's no 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 one has to be sad about it, guys. No, I'm just saying. Um, well, you know, but see, you know. Aside from like the- everyone, start thinking about one of these for any sport, just so you know, because we're going to keep going around the table with this. I'm just because <laughs> no, I knew I'd go like, oh, Kendall, what about you? Oh, I thought this was a one-time thing. <laughs> we're not done. Oh, uh, rat. So here's my, so here's my uh, non-baseball fan questioning of this. Uh, a lot of stats floated around with the wake of the cheating, just showing the difference between the home games and the away games. And Correa was one of the biggest drop-offs. Him and Altuve. Right. So, he may be great at shortstop. How much is he going to hurt you on offense? Not. Like, down years. His rookie year, they weren't a part of that, and he fucking killed it. Well, we don't know. That, that's the biggest thing with this whole thing, Kyle, is that now Who we don't know. They still have to be able to hit a fastball. They still have to be able to hit a curveball. You're Fuck absolutely it. right. But if you're but if at the batter when you know what's coming, it does matter. It does matter, Kyle. Come on. Well, one thing I, I am, and we, we've talked about this in, in a little bit of depth, and we don't have to continue because it's already been talked about a billion times. I bet you there's teams out there that have been using similar practices, and, you know, the, the Astros were the team to get caught. World Series in three years? Yeah, that's probably true. I, I, I think the fact that they won the World Series is what pissing people off so so here's the thing i don't i'm not disagreeing with you that they're not a talented team the the point that i'm making is that this whole thing raises doubt with this team are they talented well we'll find out this year when they kick ass if, if they if that team if the astros go to a world series this year then the whole thing is a moot point it will never be talked about again yeah well what happens if the astros go out and only win 70 games this year i mean then, then what down. no 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 it doesn't matter because their ace doesn't affect them stealing signs. No, what if they score six runs a game, Kyle, and lose? If they go out and win, se- we'll say seventy games, it, then then it, they're going to be gray area. Because what if they score six or seven runs a game and they give up eight or nine? Is that on the offense? No, this exactly. But the whole, uh, a big guy, I don't area. want this to turn into like the whole cheating thing. I just want this, I just want this to be a friendly, just around the who would you rather have. So, you two Carreras, Kendall? I, I'm going to take a Carrera as well. Okay. Mass, do you have an opinion? Carrera. Okay. So, Mass, you want to go next? Any sport, any position? Go ahead. Any sport or any position. All right. Um, next year, are you taking Michael Thomas or Julio Jones? Julio Jones. Michael I'll, Thomas is younger. It doesn't mean anything. It's for one year. We're talking about just next year. Michael Thomas just catches more. Julio Jones has had six consecutive seasons of 1,400 yards. Hmm. Well, I think we have to- Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL. I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. I'm, I'm. I'm. He might not be the most talented. DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas might be more talented athletes, and with the ability to, like these ridiculous catches and whatnot. But Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL. So, so let me let me let me ask a 
an informational question. Oh, good, good pick on Korea there, Kendall. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, it was just there. Do are we are we picking these players based on like who do we think is going to be better next year, or who would I want on my team right now? It's so here's the deal. I want this to be looked at in a sense where it's like, don't God damn it, Rebecca. Um, I don't want this to be looked at in a light where it's like, who would you rather have on the Giants? It's just like if you were building a fantasy team, not like fantasy like. Think of it like fantasy, like Madden, where you do a fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. Like you were building a team, and you were given the choice. Okay, the two best players are Michael Thomas and Julio Jones. Who's rather have? You know what I'm saying? Like not fantasy, like points. So, no, no, that's fine. So, it's but like not for your specific team. No, either. that that's fine. I was because I'm where I was getting tripped up as I was looking at like the offenses as a whole, like who you know. Um, but I, I think I would take Julio Jones because I, I I think he's he's just more of a. I, I think he's better. Julio, jo- Julio Jones over like the past like five years in terms of receiving yards, like it's like not even close like historically. He he's he's a, he's a fucking animal. Yeah. Also, Michael Thomas whines a lot. Yeah, uh, pretty I much know, over I, that. I wanted to talk about that, about him bitching about the everything. Whole Tony, no, the Tony Romo thing though, where it's like Tony, I saw a commentator that, getting paid more than a player. Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Oh my god. All he, it is is cry. He is the biggest crybaby in the league. Yeah. It's like, dude, you look, you're an uglier Scotty Pippen. Get over yourself. <laughs> he looks like Squidward's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I, as a favorite, I would pick uh, Jones. But I'm going to pick. Are we doing Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm going to pick Michael Thomas out of curiosity. Because I want to see how close numbers can be duplicated again compared to last year. Let me tell you something. In two years' time, we're going to find out when they decide that they're going to start Taysom Hill. Did you see they're doing a first-round tender on him? Yeah. I did. I did see that. Do you know what that means, Kendall? Well, no. Basically, it means if somebody offers him a contract, the Saints match it and give them their first-round pick. Okay. So they're saying that he's worth a first-round pick. And if he leaves, then they get a first-round pick in return. So, we'll see. You know, strange things have happened, but, you know, it's it's at 29 years old. So I think it's a kind of late to get your uh, It's going to set their it's going to set their franchise back if they make him uh, oh, How do I how do I draft him? I can't draft him? Well, I'd be curious too cuz you know what? I I searched a player that wasn't picked and I couldn't hit draft. Who is the player? Dallas Keuchel. Draft him for me, and then I'll trade you. No. I think that was supposed to be for you. <laughs> no, it was for me. Uh, that was. It said it was for Chris's team, that last pick. Did it? Yeah. So just curious, how many players do you think you drafted to your team that are on Mass's team? No, so I, I auto-draft. No, Mass is on the clock right now. No, I was. So I auto This is why I didn't want to draft two fucking teams. I can't keep track of who I'm drafting for. Auto-drafted nine Why? players. Sorry, Mass. I don't know oh. who I picked. Who did, who did Oscar... I picked someone who's not going to play this year. Nice. Perfect. <sighs> well, hopefully I'm doing better than Jeff. Kendall, go ahead and do your thing. Before I throw my iPad. All right. Um, 
kind of thing. I had something in mind, and I kind of didn't think of the second player. Do you take in, uh, I'll, Kendall, do you want to think about it? And I'll go one more, because I have one in mind. Yeah, go, I got, go, go ahead. Uh, you take in Mahomes, or you take in Watson next year? Mahomes or Watson? Yeah. No, Mahomes. no, Sammy Watkins. Who are you picking? <laughs> Mahomes. Watson. Mahomes. Watson. Um, I think I'm going to take Watson because I think the, the rushing implications are there. But I mean, Mahomes, oh, it's my pit. Oh my How God. many times are you guys going to pee in one show? <laughs> it's like the ninth time someone's pissed. I mean, hey, look, I, I'm up in GSWD. I, I think it's fair that you could say Mahomes can run just as well as Watson can. No, he can't. Not as well. He can scramble, but he can't run as well as all right, I guess I have one. I will wait for for Kyle, um, but I'm I'm intrigued by this. Uh, so I'm going to keep you guys on uh, the back burner just for a second and uh, talk about my beer. Wade's. <laughs> uh, no, just do it. All right. Uh, Zion or Anthony Davis next year? In as far as kind of. Uh, a fantasy basketball mentality. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Pels, uh, going uh, Zion. Yes. Anthony Davis. I heard Kyle say Zion <laughs> on his way out. That was a fart. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the miscommunication. Yeah, they all sound the same. What? <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Uh, Anthony Davis, just from a fantasy standpoint, Anthony Davis is going to be in a position to get more rebounds. Um, he's going to, he's, he's, at this point, he's much superior defensively, and he's playing with LeBron. <laughs> so he's going to get a lot of buckets off assists. This is true. I think, I think Zion's going to be, I think when it's all said and done, when the careers are over, barring like injury, obviously, I think Zion will have a better career than Anthony Davis. I saw something, and I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's just it's just a sports headline, but they said something like they they mentioned one player, and then they said, "Well, Rebecca, Will- are you watching Raw? Williamson would be legendary." Nobody decided to tell me that Edge just hit an RKO on Randy Orton. Well, that she, side of the room, assholes. She also was not watching Raw. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why your fucking feet are juicy. <laughs> yeah, except cankles. There's no blood circulation down there. All right, I got one. Over the next three years, spice it up. (laughs) Yeah, would you rather have Giannis or Kawhi? Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. Ah, Giannis. This is how I say it. Giannis, because he plays eighty-two games. Giannis. Why, if you want to win? Why? Because because he went to the Raptors and they won. Because the Clippers aren't doing it this year. You don't know that. I do. The Clippers have shown me nothing that proves that they're an NBA championship caliber team. I think the Raptors to the playoffs. Hmm? I think the Raptors were going to win into the playoffs. But, I mean, for a few years, weren't yeah, but, they? Yeah, but the Clippers were like, they're going to win it. Like, nobody had the Raptors pegged to win it in the beginning of the year. The Clippers were favorites to win it. I drank that by accident. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Just the beard's been sitting out here. Oh, God. <laughs> God bless you. Enjoy your coronavirus. Does anybody know 
Corona yet? Yeah, nope. he's in his car on the way back from Boston. <laughs> wow, God. Two, two jokes targeting two players. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> All right. Next season, you guys want Tannehill or Winston? Winston. Give me Tannehill. He had that LASIK surgery. That was Winston that had that. Was it Winston? Shut yes. up. Alright, yeah. well, pull over. <laughs> Crash your car. Now, I, I have to take two shots when I get home anyways. I have to take one for not being on the show tonight and one for that. But, Winston. Mask, can I ask you a question? Sure. Are, you, are you holding your phone while you're driving? No. No? Right, never mind then. Why? I'm nah, just, just curious. <laughs> Of how bad the sound is? Well, no, it, just, it sounded like you moved your phone close to your mouth and you were talking for a second. But... No, the Thanks for that, Paul. What, did you want him? I thought you hated him. Closer. Oh, I got you. You should. Hey, are you drafting right now? Yep. After you pick, can you grab me two more of the Guinness? We're going to take a flyer here. He's out for the year. But... All right. No, he's not. He's not out for the year. will be. He's getting second thoughts on Tommy John. All right. They just said he's he's not getting Tommy John. They said if he gets Tommy John, it'll be next offseason. Adam Vinatieri. Is this for one year? Yep. Adam Vinatieri, a young Hoku. Young Hoku. Yeah. I didn't want all of them, but... Oh, I'll just say it's fine. A young Hoku who's trending major upwards. Uh, I'm taking young Hoku because... Vinatieri fell off hard last year. Vinatieri. Yeah, Ven- well, you mean Vinatieri right now? Yeah, next season. Yeah. Or young Hoku, who's been cut twice. <laughs> Vinatieri. But he's trending upwards. Yeah, so are you. Thank you. Yeah, not for anything good. Oh. Well, then how does that work? <laughs> You're trending upwards in, like, being an ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I'm taking Vinatieri. I would. I'm taking Vinatieri. Souls? Uh, Young Hokum, because I don't know if Vinatieri playing this year. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Obviously, if you pick him, he's going to play. This is a hypothetical. All right. Would you rather have... Kyle, don't take my guy. Come on. All right. Would you rather have Trout and Strasburg or what's he still there? Mm, hold on. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. No, Right, so, would you rather have Trout and Would you rather have Trout and Strasburg, or Yelich and Kershaw? Trout and Strasburg. Um, it's actually a decent question. Um, because you know, it's hard to argue with Trout just for obvious reasons. Um, I don't know. It's you think about Strasburg. He's a guy who who is battled injury. You know. Came off a, a great year, but I think, in my opinion, it's kind of on the 
the back end of his career already, uh, where the model of consistency for for pitcher is kind of in Clayton Kershaw. You know, it's just, it's just been like automatic year in, and no matter how old he is, it's it's kind of been the same. You're getting the same numbers every year, the same efficiency. Um, Did I, I, Kershaw I, give up back to back homers during the fi- or the playoffs last year? But a lot, a lot of p- pitchers have done like that. That happens. It's just, it's a shame that the Dodgers are snake bitten like that. That you know, uh, I'm going to take Kershaw. Souls? Trout and Strasburg. Mass? Trout. I'm taking the Elgin Kershaw. So, my my explanation for going the trout Stratsburg route is I think that, and I guess the, the argument can be made the opposite way, Rebecca, too. hold on. Uh, Kendall, when you come back up, can you please take Otani the pitcher? <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, don't take Otani the pitcher, please. You don't. You don't need him. It's not worth it. He's not like. Don't do it. It's not. I don't care what the rankings are. Just let Kendall have both. Kendall's up before you. I don't think he is. It goes Rebecca back to back, and then Kendall. Oh, I saw a different yellow hat icon there, or green hat, yellow circle. The fuck? So wait, why do we want Kendall to have Otani? Just because he picked Otani the batter, I think it would just be funny for someone oh. to have the same. You know, <laughs> I didn't realize there were separate categories. Yeah, there. I had the batter last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Would you rather – did you finish your explanation? So I, – I didn't even start. So I, I think that Trout is much better than Yelich, and, it, and it's a greater gap than Kershaw right now is over Stratford. Like, I think those two are closer, and I think you get the edge with Trout. But that same argument can be made the opposite way. <laughs> I think you get more consistency out of Kershaw than you do out of Stratford, though. I agree, but what I mean is, I think that you'll that Trout is better than Yelich more than Kershaw is better than Strasburg. Well, I agree with that, but consistency plays a part of it too. Right. I mean, from a, a monetary service standpoint, Kershaw has been like the, the the best of the best. Now, does he have the hardware for like you know, hey, I, I uh, won no. championship? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. But he didn't sit out for you know. However many months and months and months and months, and was winning games. So. Who are you referencing? Oh, you watching man? the thing? Me. <laughs> what thing? No, he's not there. Um, I'm trying to think of another one, kind of on the fly here. I kind of have one. What do you got? Excuse me. Would you rather have? Like, imagine you're a general manager of sorts. Well, would, I you, am. would you <laughs> would you rather make a a big splash signing in free agency? Let's say, for example, like Antonio Brown, kind of at his prime. You know, all the craziness aside, like imagine you had him when, in like we'll say 2015 or whatever, and that was like he was a free agent then. Or would you rather have a first round pick, like the number one pick last year? So I, I think. Would you agree that last year we had a better draft class in general than this year, or 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 no? Um, that's a good question. 
right, well, let's let's just assume that last year's draft class was better. Uh, would you rather make that big free agent signing a, a Antonio Brown counter player or have the first round pick last I'll year? I'll take it. I'll take the Antonio Brown caliber player because you know what you're getting. You have no idea what you're getting out of the draft pick. So, Matt, who, who last year? Who would you have picked first? Jerry Seinfeld, probably, Bosa. Probably, uh, probably Bosa. So who who was first overall last year? Kyler. Oh, that's Kyler. right. So Nick, Nick Bosa is already better than Jerry. He's so good. So I guess I mean knowing what we know, I would take Antonio Brown over Kyler Murray. But but, but you don't. don't that's but I would. But, don't, I would you, but don't go off of Kyler Murray being the first. I'm just talking about. Imagine you're the the Cardinals and like. Would you, you're, the, you're the GM. Imagine this situation, you, the, t- the two envelopes. You can make the signing, you have the money to make the signing, or you'll get the first-round pick. Like I said, I'm taking the player that I know what I'm getting with the player. You have no idea. How many number one overall busts have there been? Oh, many, many. Well, I mean, how many free agent signing busts have there been? Sure, but, I mean, there's a lot of uh, lot more to say So, Matt, I have a question. Regardless of the caliber of the player, let's say he was uh, seven seasons in, you, you were prepared, and especially at a skill position, you'd be more comfortable making that, excuse me, signing rather than drafting? If he's coming towards the tail end of his career, probably not. Well, I might take the gamble. I, I'm not saying the tail end of his career. I just mean, you know, perhaps, you know. If you're talking about a quarterback Sorry, in prime that has maybe another 10 years left, yeah, I'm taking the quarterback. I know what I'm getting out of that quarterback. I will let's assume it's not a quarterback. Just a, a offensive and or defensive skill position. So Who's coming up for their first deal. Okay, so let's say that. So we're I'm kind taking of, the player. Uh, so yeah, I was gonna, omitting offensive, defensive linemen, um, and in some instances, linebackers. I've taken the player nine times out of ten, unless you get a perfect prospect like Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning. You do not take the gamble. It's not worth it. Draft picks, I think, turn out to be fifty-fifty, probably even less than that, but. All right. Well, then. Uh, I, I, I'm not just. I, I mean, I think the the logical thing is you lean towards the, I guess, safer thing. Would you rather have the top three picks in the in the draft one two three, and then the first pick in the second round and the first pick in the third round, or would you rather? So there's thirty two picks per round so yeah. or would you rather pick every seventh pick for the first two rounds hmm. so you'd be getting we'll call it 30 32 and 32 is 64 64 divided by seven so we'll also look we'll, and you get the first pick in the third round so you, you walk out of there with it'd be 65 divided by seven kind of what's the math uh 14 
or she'd be, she'd be getting nine picks versus five picks, but you'd be getting the first three picks in the draft. I think I would take that one. I'm taking the first three picks in the draft. See, I'm going to pick every seven picks because because here's the deal: you can't package the the top. You can't really package the top three picks. You can package having nine picks. Yeah. <laughs> you can package all your other first round picks. I think it provides for a lot of you know diamond in the rough you know caliber players as well. If you're getting picked one, two, or three, it shouldn't be considered a diamond in the rough. No, dumb bitch. No, I bet in, that should, in your that technique. should be enough to set your team up for well for five years from now. Right. So that's what I'm thinking. If you end up going every seventh pick, the the fifth year option drops way down. Right. And you're not wrapping up as much in salary cap. That's not a bad idea. Plus you can package picks. I mean you could you could give away any one, two or three if you really wanted to. Yeah, but you're not gonna it's not the same. True. I mean you're gonna get a much bigger return for one, two and three than you are for seven or or whatever else you're going down. You're going to get a lot more return on those. And I, I, I seriously do not mean this as a shot. Look at what the Bears gave up to go to number two a couple of years ago. That's, that's the kind of stuff you can pull to go up to. Look at what the Rams gave up to go up for Jared Goff. You can pull a shit ton of picks for those premium picks at the time. Yeah, but imagine how many picks you could pull for the seventh pick. The 14th pick, the 21st pick, the 28th pick. But then, uh, if you're packaging them individually and you don't get rid of all of them, I guess you're okay. I mean, you still have the first overall pick. So you have one and then draft every seven? Yeah, so it would be one, seven, 14, 21. Oh, I, I I misunderstood. I I would take that one. What did you think I meant? I I thought you meant like I have the seventh pick in each round. No, okay. you have every you draft every seventh pick for the first two rounds. The other one was you have the top three picks and, and then, then the one se- one one and then one one one. No, yeah, one one. one 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 one. I I would take the every seven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now uh, that I'm thinking about it, salary cap wise and everything like that. Oh, yes, money is not an option. So, I mean, I kind of want to bounce back to the one that Kendall posed with, like, the Antonio Brown versus... I, I think the the question can be tweaked a little bit if you don't have the, the super high-end free agent. So, I mean, I just chose him because it, it well, just so, seemed intriguing. So, imagine instead of instead of um, Antonio Brown, say it's like, right now, do you want Emmanuel Sanders... Or, you know, that that high pick. Give me the first round pick. That's right. So, because there, you know, there you're willing to take that gamble, where you know he's an aging player who's been good. He he's had good seasons the last few years, but you know, like, are you more willing to take the gamble there? Right. So, I, you know, and I, I get what you're saying, and I, I'm almost looking for a player because uh, Sanders was. You want to find the right balance. 
Well, right. So I, I'm looking for a, a person who I say I can't remember when Sanders was drafted. Now Is Sanders it, was it the same as, as Brown? Was it the same? Hey, it says the team's complete, but I got four more bench spots. What the fuck? Do you really? Yeah, so you scroll down on your your queue or go to your results. You'll see you have four more bench spots. I don't. Okay. Well, I do. <laughs> Well, guys, it was nice doing fantasy baseball. We'll check this team out at the uh, end of the year. See where everyone landed. (laughs) We're going to go to break real quick. When we come back, we'll uh, we'll revisit Mass's monthly segment. So we'll see you guys on the other side of the break. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. All right, uh, welcome back to Getting Sports Drunk, live on the PBRN Radio Network and Spreaker. Yep. Did somebody contact the mass? Nope. <laughs> Mock, would you please? I'll, I'll text. Thank you. Because we need him for this hour. So, uh, the, the baseball, the GSWD baseball draft is over. And, uh, yeah. Kyle, can you give me a draft grade on all of us? <laughs> oh, my God. On. Cut it out. Such a Larry Solis. I got a screenshot every single photo. You got a screenshot? Screenshot. Actually, I do that anyway. <laughs> you never know what you're going to find. I'm just going to spam Kyle right now. If I can find it. Rebecca, 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 Rebecca help. <laughs> I was kind of getting into that Lionel Richie song, though. Good song. Oh. What? It's a good song. Yeah. So, uh... We got three guys looking at their phones here. You know what's funny? The conversation was so short that it's not even bothered <laughs> sending a message to Kyle. It was like, should we have this guy on? Yes or no? Yes. That uh, was it. I texted Mass. But it probably is not safe for him to read text while he's driving. You know, he may be home. He may be, like, loading into his house. Well, then he should have came here. Let me write the call. Write the call. Five really? No. I, I How are they ever going to improve? Oh, was he not stupid? I just figured. Uh, can you give a half star? Well, you can't give a half star, you jack wagon. Uh, what should we? Um, I heard echo McCall. I cannot hear any sound. <laughs> Users <laughs> eating sunflower seeds. Is that an option? <laughs> the guy was continuously spitting into a Gatorade bottle. We we really need him. He's got a segment here. I'll call him. There you go. He practiced. Well, guess you won't. I guess I don't know how. Sucks being stupid. (laughs) Here we go. I hope he got home and went right in the tub. <laughs> I hope something went wrong. Mass draped the cord in the tub. <laughs> yeah, he'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, uh, Paul, you got a backup thing for us? Oh, I'm not part of this anymore. Oh, all right. Welcome uh, to the Mock and Kendall show. And Kyle. The true friends. Get it? No. <laughs> you guys are true friends. I'm not. 
Oh, my God, Kyle. Kyle, do you know we all got matching tattoos? <laughs> yeah. Our face. Your other, on your ass. <laughs> the says, location is none of your business. Best friends forever. <laughs> guys wouldn't be friends if it wasn't for me. That's not true. I, I say- don't think that's true. I'd be friends with Mock, with or without your life involved. And and I'm really friends with go. Kendall because he let me put my sweatshirt in his locker. Well, I'm just saying I'm friends, but I'm just saying I'm friends with each of you because of Kendall. Kendall would have never never met Mock. Wasn't for me. Also untrue because we had a class together. You didn't talk. We didn't, and it's one of my greatest regrets. <laughs> yeah, we blew it. Yeah. So like, so really, so all of our friendships are. All really just entirely based on Kendall. Your mom finding Bob attractive. I'm just gonna go hang myself. You guys have a fun day. Yeah, could you do it outside? Yeah, I've waited on it. It's gonna smell after a while, and I don't want to do that to. Sounds derogatory. (laughs) Did did anybody text him? I texted him. He must have like just got home, and he's like rushing inside. He's in the tub. His pants probably fell down (laughs) while he's running inside. He tripped and dropped the new computer. Oh my! <laughs> I gotta go back. Oh God! Ah, uh, yeah. Wouldn't that be? <laughs> Would you rather have Clay Thompson or Bradley Beal? Clay Thompson. Well, are we talking like right now, today, next year? Ah, uh, okay. Clay Thompson, dumb fuck, you fucking dumb shit. I'll say if it's right me. now, today, I would take me over Clay Thompson. Really? I'll, I'll at least get thirty seconds in a game. He's out. Oh, here is mess. He smells in like the chub. Oh, the dry so is bitch. <laughs> hang up, hang up. Oh. Mess. What? Hello. You in the tub? Hello. You in the tub? No, I'm not in the tub. Are you home now, though? Yes. Did the pants come off? Yes. I knew it. Are you a knit boxer guy or a cloth boxer guy? Ooh, he's uh, a boxer briefer. Are you a boxer briefer? I am not. Now you're a knit boxer guy, right? I don't know what knit box boxages. Knit boxers, so like if you squat down right now, will they rip? No. So they're cloth. Well, hold on, because just kind of throwing it out there, they both will rip. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a button on the fly, like on the pee hole? No. Oh, those are canvas. <laughs> Burlap boxes, baby. Wow. I'm Whoa. a boxer brief guy. He's a tidy whitey guy. Kyle's also a boxer brief guy. Mock? So, I'm primarily a boxer guy. Knit boxer? Uh, or, or you know, with the button. But, uh... So, I, like, like Hanes masks are, like, traditionally, like, a more, like, cotton. Yeah. Whereas, I, like, I uh, Fruit of the Loom usually go more of that knit route. Mm-hmm. If you, it's like a... If it's like a... What's the pattern on your boxer? We're talking solid color? Yeah. What color? Blue. Uh... Brown. They're like... <laughs> they started as white. <laughs> oh, oh! I looked at the tag. It says fecal colored. But uh, I, I do, of corn. I do own a few pairs Spot. of boxer briefs that I. I love from boxer time briefs. Time. I love boxer briefs. I'm a large advocate of the boxer briefs. <laughs> like, all right, love them, love them. You know why? Because when you take them off after six days, <laughs> when you <laughs> peel them off, yeah, so like right in the seam that goes where the crack meets the uh, sack, the gooch. Well, you're talking taint, the gooch. Gooch, it, it's so ripe smelling, what? and it's what? so like it's sweet, salty, and sour. It's basically like someone took a sour patch kid and like dipped it in French onion dressing. 
Hey, I got a question for you. you think Kendall's right, like, that's the exact taste it would be. You think right now if we all pressured him enough, Kendall could give us three minutes of stand-up? Yeah, he would go straight into the astigmatism thing, though. Could you, could you do three minutes? I could do three minutes. What's the we'll deal go. with the minutes? I'm going to do three minutes of stand-up. Give us on, three minutes. On live radio where there's no audience. <laughs> that would be horrible. Come on, give us three minutes. He can't do it because he's cheeks. This I dumbass. I three minutes, do you want me to time minutes. you? No, we don't need to time it. It just would be bad radio. <laughs> A room with, with three people who've heard the jokes for five years. <laughs> Mass? <laughs> Rebecca's not a person. I'm not one of them, by the way. Oh, Kyle, I performed for you many times. Nah, you're big. Kyle, you're not nice to me. Welcome to Feeling Bad with yeah. Souls. Welcome to the John Tesh Hour of Fight Your Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to All Things Considered. <laughs> buy your friend beer and uh, they shit on you. You didn't buy no, any beer? no. That was part of a business transaction. You were given shotgun. You know, real quick. Oh, is that why he got shotgun? Yeah. You traded shotgun for beer? Yep. Well, it was funny because you're like, oh, you're buying Mox beer? And he's like, can I get shotgun? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for a $5 purchase? <laughs> All right, Mass. What? You had a segment, you dumb bitch. I had a segment. I'm currently booting the uh, currently repaired computer up. Uh, so I don't have my stuff in front of me yet. But oh, my, my segment, it's... Booting, so I'll have it in like a couple minutes. So, why don't you just tell um, us what it's about, and then maybe someone else can go first? So, the idea that I had for the segment was essentially we would uh, change a sport. So, we would come up with a different sport each week. This week was baseball, and we would say, All right, here's two or three, two or three rule changes we want to make uh, to try and make the game more interesting for uh, newer watchers or people that have been watching the game for a while and have just, I guess, grown tired of it. I don't know another way to say it, to try and re-energize the sport. Um, so that was what we came up to. I think that the only restrictions that we put on it were essentially no saying that cheating is okay. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of where we left it. So who wants to go first while I repair this? Paul. Paul. Yes. Kyle's asking you to go first. All right, so I have to sell you guys on it, right? Yep. All right. So, I understand um, I'm going against a great deal of history on this one. But, given the way the sport is moving, in which offense is prowess, the home run ball is king, I believe that the NL should adopt the designated hitter. And... There should be no more pitcher batters in all of baseball. My reasoning for it is that I think that we we see an abundance of these really good offensive players, and I think, in my opinion, the majority of them tend to come out of the AL. Um, and you see a longer, the longer tenured, good hitting uh, like big bats. They continue either because they've been on an AL team for such a long time, or they end up switching from the NL to the AL because they have the DH spot where they don't have to play in the field anymore. Uh, you know, like a, like a big poppy who, who didn't have the, the stamina endurance to, to play first base nine innings a game for... He also wasn't good at it. Well, just, but he couldn't do it 132 yeah. games. I mean, even, even if he wasn't the greatest first baseman in the world, but like Paul Konerko towards the end of his career, you know what I mean? These guys, you know, not everyone is like a, you know, like a Derek Jeter who... You know, you know, and even Derek Jeter. I mean, I'm not, his defense didn't go down, but 
his overall like tangible stats did speed yeah. things like that, as he got older and those are things that you know it, it becomes an issue as an NL and an NL team you become expendable when you start losing speed and the reaction time or or you start becoming a little bit more brittle due to wear and tear on the knees and, and things like that like a like a Troy Tolowitzki for example but when you go to an AL team and you can do that DH spot and right now offenses you know I mean it's not right now it's a pr- pretty much all sports offense is king in all sports, defense is pretty much taking a back seat in general. Um, I know it's still super important, but to the eyes of the average watcher, it's it's less important. And I, I think that there are a lot of guys out there that may not be like a Michael Franco. That or not a Michael Franco. Wrong example. I was thinking of something totally different. Um, but like you have a lot of guy that a lot of guys out there that have the ability to bat but may not get the results that they would normally have because they're in an inconsistent batting pool with, like, pinch hitting and being like a, um, what's the word you use? Platoon guy type of thing. Because um, I think pinch hitting is, I mean, in my opinion, I think pinch hitting is one of the hardest things to do in baseball. To come in three days, you know, having three, four days of not seeing any action and taking one at bat. It's like, hey, it's the eighth inning. Um, and usually when you're pinch hitting, it's because they need a hit. Yeah, be like, what do you say? So I, I, think that, I think we'd see more consistency out of some some different people. I think it would give some youth a potential to come up more. If you had the DH spot in the NL, somebody maybe like if you're a team that has a really good catcher, but you have a catcher prospect that's got a good bat, you can bring him up earlier and have him be part of the actual team and have him get regular at-bats as a DH spot. So I think the DH as a – uh, league-wide thing so i i agree with you paul and and the only thing i would add is that like it is cool when you know the few times a year a pitcher like hits a home run like it is cool but generally and, and the the average fan i don't think wants to watch pitchers hit i mean it, it's not it's not an exciting at bat a lot of times they don't look well, good you, it's just my thing is too is when, when you even though like you look at a sport like baseball, for example, like pitching. There's a, across all sports, there are more professional starting pitchers. Well, maybe maybe relieving pitchers would probably be number one. Yeah. Relief pitchers would be one. Starting pitchers would be two. There are more starting pitchers and relief pitchers. There's more pitchers than any other position in any other sport. That, I I tell you too. I, I mean, even an offensive line, like the average team, probably has what. Five starting offensive linemen and three, maybe four backups on the roster at a given time. So you're looking at, let's say, eight, eight times 32. So you're looking at 250, 260, we'll call it. Every every MLB team has five starters and for more or less five starters and what, seven bullpen guys? Is that fair, Kyle? Yeah. All right. So you're looking at 13 times 30 teams. So right there, you're already over three, like you're at 350. Yeah. So you're talking about, I mean, and that's a lot. So a lot of these guys to, you know, a lot of, a lot of these guys, you know, are average guys, but to be those great guys like Kershaw's and Verlander's like at a young age, they're like, they're told like you have a fucking gift. Like you could be great, but you need to focus on pitching. And so, at age 14, they stop practicing batting. They, they stop being coached on batting. It's just like, yeah, hey, you just go out there and, you know. The the other side, I mean, we're seeing it in, like, 
the NFL where they're protecting quarterbacks. The, you know, they're, they're putting rules in place to protect the quarterback. And we're seeing MLB, especially starting pitchers, I mean, sign these monster deals. I'm sorry, like, if I'm a team that, I mean, I like the Yankees. I mean, they just signed Garrett Cole. A team like Boston has, you know, sale. And you're, you're giving these guys this big-time money to pitch. I don't want them hitting. I, I don't want them, in a, you know, they, they take a, a inside pitch to the hands. They uh, see ya. It's, it, it, well, in my thing too, like, I think too, like a lot of times you, you see, even at the professional level, you get a batter up there. Like, I mean, like you have certain pitchers that can hit that you trust yeah. to take, you know, let them, you know, not swing away per se, but like go up there and make their judgments. But I feel like a lot of pitchers, it's almost like, you know, like, Hey, like, you know, Unless it's something you really, really can't lay off, like a, a changeup right in the middle of the zone or something, like don't swing. Like we, we would much rather you strike out looking than hit into a double play. Yeah, and so it's just for me, it just slows the game down. Although, because I feel like a lot of times too, pitchers try to pitch around pitchers. They try to like beat them, like like oh, like I'm gonna try to beat you with like I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with that like that right right on the corner outside slider or something, I... you know. I do love, however, when the pitchers get on base and run with their jackets on. I hate that so much. <laughs> All right, so we got we got to move along because it's already eleven o'clock. So, um, so let's get a vote, um, unanimous vote, obviously. So my vote is obviously yes to DH. So mock, I say yes. DH across the league, across. Kyle, I say no. Kendall, I also say no. Mass, I say yes. <laughs> Perfect pitch. Can we get a rebuttal real quick one? But no. that also wasn't unanimous. <laughs> it was just majority. Uh, majority. No. <laughs> That's what I meant. Majority. It's got to be majority. No rebuttals. We got, we got, everyone else has pitches to do. All right. Then no, no rebuttal. Mock? So, I know I know we're going on the, the cheating isn't legal thing. But me, me and Kyle are kind of talking about this. Um, I think that pitchers should be allowed to use pine tar. So, I will say this first and foremost. I said no cheating to avoid the Astros conversation. Okay. Because I really wanted to avoid that and steroids too. So, that's what the primary idea behind that was. And um, if you guys come to an amicable agreement, we're not going to turn this into a bitch fit. No, no, no. Because the, the pine tar thing to me from a, the pitching standpoint, and, and again, I'm not saying they can go out and just, you know, cover the ball and but. It's not it, – it's a player safety thing again. Like, we just saw a guy – I don't know his name. I don't know if you would know his name off the top of your head, Kyle. <laughs> took a you know a fastball that got away from a pitcher right to his mouth. I mean, we're talking about guys throwing a ball, you know, 60 feet away from you 100 miles an hour. If I'm the batter – 63 and a half. I know. But I'm saying, like, if I'm the batter, I, I want the pitcher to have as much control as he can. Like – I know most of these guys, you know, could hit a dime with the ball, but even still, I want them to be able to not have it slip out of their hand and hit me in my face. You know, you you have the pine. It's not making me throw hard. It's not going to really alter the ball. Yes, it is. But but it's not it's like giving you more break. But not really. It is. That's why they they throw out every fucking dirt ball. Well, the the. But that's different between the scuffs and because the the scuffs change. Aerodynamics. The, the phys, yeah, it, it it's I I understand what you're saying, but it is 
different. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just – I don't know. You don't want to see these players like – and I know it doesn't happen often, but you don't want to see these guys get hit like in their face because that, that's – that could be like life threatening. Again, you, they're so close. the The pitch from the mound to the plate is is fractions of a second. It, it's so fast. It's to me, it's just kind of looking out for the batter. And I and I don't think that batters would really oppose pitchers having more control if it means you don't get hit in the fucking forehead. I just think it gives the pitchers more of an advantage. Which they need nowadays. I agree with you for the wrong reason. Well, well, do they need it because teams know the sign, <laughs> the pitch that's coming? No. They need it because everybody's fucking going for the home run goal. Yeah. Well, I guess I, I dislike the idea of, for what like Kyle said, like having an, an unfair added advantage that's not natural to the person who's throwing. It's it's it's. It's a, it's a, it's an outside addition. So what? Why are they allowed to use rosin? Well, the only thing I can think of because it looks it, cool. But really, like they have the rosin bag there. But that, that the, the the rosin bag is to it's for the same reason that you get the rosin bag in bowling. It's to eliminate moisture. Right. It's, it's, because it, moisture gives you more break on the ball like the when you're sweating. Opposite. It's a, it's more of like a, a, a control thing rather than like so. You know, you don't have like a wet ball in your hand. It's more of that's like, really what the rosin's for is to eliminate. But I mean, again, it's it's you're putting something on your hands to put on the ball. Yeah, I, I understand to control the, it. The, the point you're making, but it's like, but the rosin is not going to make the ball go faster or have better break. Well, the printer's not going to go faster. Well, not faster, but it perhaps can give a better break. You know, like like what Kyle said. I mean, I bet you know, and Kyle, kind of like our our, our resident pitcher, if you will, um, could could speak a majority on on, on that. Well, I think it's in, this is kind of a stretch, but like imagine a professional billiards if you couldn't chalk the cue. It's like it's it's, it's a similar, you know, like about the the chalk doesn't provide you know more spin on the ball. It just it creates a more flush control. My only issue with it is just like it, it opens it opens up a bigger box. It does. Because that's my only issue with it. I don't disagree with it in terms of player safety and and honestly and giving pitchers a, a, like some sort of a little bit more of a competitive. I mean, we see it in all sports. I mean, like look at every sport has competitive edges on it. I mean, fucking wide receivers with these gloves that they wear. I mean, soccer. They just came out with a pair. Of, um, I think it was Under Armour just came out with a pair of gloves where you can take the gloves, you can hold the wrist application, like you know that wraps up by the wrist. You can just hold it by those. And slap it to the ball, and you can pick up the ball. <laughs> like that's how much grip is on them. So I mean, granted, you know, when someone's hucking a fucking soccer ball from thirty-eight yards away, those things fucking move and they curve. So you know, you want to be able to grip it, but it's all player advantage. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with with baseball. I mean, how many more? Like, how much would how much would power hitting be affected if baseball players were not allowed to use pine tar batting? There wasn't that they weren't allowed to have that grip on the that that extra yeah. grip on the bat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just all player advantage, whether they whether they're minute or. So, I don't know if pine tar is the right answer, but I think that pitchers should be allowed to do something. So I'm sold. I'm in. 
I, I guess that's a better way. It may not have to be pine tar specifically. Yeah, but I'm in. Kettle? Right. I guess I'm in for, for player safety purposes. I'm in. Mass? For player safety purposes, too? Sure, why not? I'm okay with that. Kyle? Yeah. All right, you get a unanimous. That means you get to assign one private stock shot to Kendall. Or Rebecca. Dun, dun, dun. Nah, if you do it to Rebecca, you have to dump it on her head. Do it anyway. <laughs> Kyle, what do you got? All right. Oh, is this the one I hope it is? Yeah. I hope so, too. So, huh. what was the funnest part of baseball? Most growing? fun. So, so ask your question. We should make aluminum bats. Oh, no, this is the one I wanted it to be. I, I, I wanted you to ask me the question that <laughs> you just looked at me and turned away and didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. What one did you think of? The ball one? Yeah. I love that one. I personally think it should be a thing. We could do both. Well, we'll get to both, but hurry up. I think aluminum bats should be legal. I know this is really aggravating in the air. I'm sorry. Because, uh, you know, college baseball does it. It's only like one step down to Major League Baseball. And well, the, the home run ball would be more of a thing. Well, you know, it's funny. An aluminum bat is not going to splinter into a billion pieces. <laughs> no, it's just going to hit a ball back at 250 miles <laughs> no, an hour. No, listen, be that as it may. Farther home runs. So, I think it's funny, just to point out a point. The first two are like, hey, let's make it safer for these players. Nope, let's make these balls rockets. Hey, let's kill <laughs> these fuckers. <laughs> well, it's more going to kill the fans than the um, Here's the thing: aluminum bats, then the White Sox foul foul uh, netting all the way down the, the lines is an automatic must. Yeah, we need netting everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that, that would probably must like that would have to be a thing. Oh. And and pitchers, you would probably are... see pitchers wear helmets. That's fine. Go to your safe. Well, yeah, listen, I'm Play for your own risk. <laughs> it's not an issue in college, and so so here's the thing, and, and I'm not discrediting you college has also been looking to get away from it they haven't yet but it's really funny too this this was an sat essay really yeah i I wrote this my essay on this in my sats um i didn't take them it's just funny though when you look back at like how long this has been a conversation i i know my sats in 2010 yeah they they got a great score where they're trying to get away from it got a great score and um Uh, imagine how far a ball would go off of john carlos It'd be fun to do it for, like, the home run. Derby. It wouldn't go that far because you have to play in order yeah, to actually swing. <laughs> it's got a good point. I'm just saying, like, in general. Imagine that rehab game, man, for triple or double A Trenton. <laughs> when, when Stanton comes up. Yeah, the ball would be in the freeway. <laughs> Isn't it, that fun? Yeah. I mean, not for the drivers on the freeway. <laughs> but I tell you what, it would be deal. fun to watch, but it'd also be sad to watch, you know, I, 13 pitchers a year die. Yeah. I think, hold on. I, I don't want to, I know we're having fun. I think everyone has at least one they'd like to get to, if not more. I know you want to get to your other one. I have one I want to get to, so we got we to gotta somewhat speed this up. So make any last minute points you have for your sales oh, pitch. Okay. Um, I guess I'm, I'm for it. I don't have a problem with it. Um, but there has to be adjustments made to the field, so I'm for it. Uh, I, I'm, I say no. It, I mean, guys are going to get wrecked. Home run derby, I'm in. This is worse. That no, there's no fielders and the pitchers behind a net. There's kids out there. <laughs> well, then you don't put the kids out there. <laughs> no, 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 I mean like there's, there's no fielders like in a game. Like the the infield is clear. The pitchers behind a net. Like oh, that's funny. 
Those kids don't catch shit anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe they'll start. Just imagine. Ting! It would be loud. Paul? I am against it. Mass? Can I give my reason why real quick? Oh, yeah. I so love when bats explode. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Tell you what, terrifying when it comes flying at you, though. A little bat can explode. If a metal bat explodes, run away. It's, I've seen it happen. <laughs> I've <laughs> seen it happen. It's fucking terrifying. God, I didn't know that to happen. Yeah. I, I, the only way I'm for it is if we fill aluminum bats with golf balls. That's fine. Ooh, cement bat. So imagine, you know how, like, wood bats break? Just imagine that's like a grenade. <laughs> I guess I'm surprised. Like a frag? <laughs> Off the neck? or it, It's the barrel, like, actually explodes. Oh. I, I've seen it, It's... Fucking wild. Bad craftsmanship, if you ask me. Mass? Uh, I am for it. Alright, so it wins. Guess you don't care about player safety. No, I really don't. They're there to entertain me. That's why they get paid millions. Yeah, let's, let's go back like five minutes and we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall? Hey, hey real quick. I vote no. Real quick before Kendall goes. Is there, I know there's usually one floating around sometimes. Is there a, a wine key opener? You know, there was. Last I saw, I was over there. Floating around. Or does anyone have a knife on them? Is it in that mess over there? All right, Kendall, go ahead. Oh, All right. So I just want to read one quick thing that I found funny. Um, rule yeah. 6.10B15. A designated hitter is specifically prohibited from sitting in the bullpen unless serving as a bullpen catcher. So I'm not, I'm not suggesting a change the rule. I just found that funny. Um this is a rule I would actually um, be curious about adjusting. So, uh, rule two, flat, uh, the infield fly. Um, so, basically, a, uh, a ball popped up into the air uh, where uh, runners on base uh, is an automatic out to prevent catching. You know, you can't let it drop for hit for turn of double play. So, this rule, however, is not applied to uh, an attempted bunt that uh, turns up and goes up in the air. That, that A bunt goes in the air and can be let drop to be turned for double play. Uh, I see no difference in that. Because when you're uh, batting and you swing and the ball goes straight up in the air and it gets counted as an infield fly rule, it should be treated the same way if a bunt uh, results in the same fashion. And it is treated differently. So I'm looking to change that rule. It depends. The infield fly is only when it's runners and score. So, but, but imagine the same scenario, but you're you're bunting for whatever reason, and that happens. You that suck will, at bunting. But what's the distinction? It, it, it happens. What's the distinction, though? Uh, it's just whatever to me. So you think that the bunt thing should be ruled as an infield fly rule? So what I'm saying, so... Well, it goes to a certain height. But, that, but that's entirely based on perception and distinction. I yeah. Mean, I, 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 but so, what's the rule change? So, like, if you pop up a bunt, a bunt the over. infield fly rule should apply. Right. So, and I, and I was, the reason this came up is I was watching uh, plays last year alone. No, I don't need your explanation. I'm just asking if that's what, the rule. Yeah, that is the rule. Whether this happened. So, happened. a pop up bunt should be considered an infield fly. Yes. Okay. Where, where the infield, ri- infield fly applies should apply. If the bunt situation is on, it, it, it should be the same. So, I'm going to disagree and my reasoning for that is because not like so what's like the pop-up though that's the problem it's too hard the language i think is too hard to define so by definition an infield fly is a fair fly ball 
which can be caught by an infielder with an ordinary effort when first and second or first, second, and third bases are occupied before two are out. So, like, a so catcher's you... not considered an infielder. What? A catcher's not considered an infielder. Yeah, what if you pop oh, it to you, the pitcher? Right. What if you bunt it up towards and it ends up going They're towards also third? also not considered an infielder. But, so, what if you bunt the ball and it ends up going to third, second, short, or first? It just by the trajectory. What's the distinction? It's not a pop fly. So, but, but a pop fly has to go a certain amount of height. But how is that? It could be established by bunt. It's not to say a it could. It can't go that high. It could, Kyle, I watched videos from last year alone where the ball was, it, it traveled, it must have traveled like, you know, 19 feet you, in the air. You, you gotta, I mean, keep in mind, Kyle, like, it is possible. Think about it, If a pitcher throws a ball 90 miles an hour and it hits the top part, like, it can pop up high. It happens. It can. It happened seven or eight times last year. But, um,. I guess my thing is, if you lay a bunt and it pops up and it's an infield fly, like players don't even really have to move. Like that's the difference is for the infield fly, it has to be it's like a routine fly ball. You know what I mean? So you fly out to the second baseman. He he doesn't. He's just he's already under it. He doesn't have to make a. Uh, I shouldn't say he hasn't doesn't have to make an effort, but it's not like he's making like a running diving play. Well, if you're Fielding a pop-up bunt, like you have to make a, a more excessive effort to make that play. Whereas you're not just standing in your normal position and it just comes to you. I, I guess that's where the difference is. Because you think if it pops up and oh, there's your out, no one has to move. You know, like that. That to me is where the the difference lies. Is the just because a pop-up generally off a bunt isn't going to be as high, so someone has to come in. And make that play. So that there, there's a little more action required than just, oh, it was a high fly ball. I took one step to my left. The only way I could get behind it is, is if the bases are loaded. Like a squeeze bunt type of situation. Okay. I could get behind it being if you pop up a bunt, it, no matter the height. No matter the height. If you pop up a bunt, it is... Meaning the bunt goes above, we'll call it the, like the level of the bat, like on a bunt attempt. I can consider that being like an automatic out, like just like an infield, yeah. like a. I bring it up because it's it's not uncommon. It actually happens more times than you think. Oh, so, I understand that. So, so we have uh, what two no's and a yes. I I, I say no. Uh, so three no's. So, I said no. So, unanimous no. <laughs> well, it's not a unanimous well, no. You're a yes. Well, I, pr- I propose the rule, so it's a unanimous <laughs> no. But I'm surprised from two people who played a great deal of baseball and who have experienced this at least probably once in their playing careers. I have. I I mean, I I, I may, I, I don't know off the top of my head, but that that's what I mean, like, to me, the the pop up one, someone has to come running in to like make that play, but not necessarily. Not necessarily. You're right. Well, well that's what I mean. So, the argument against is that you're proposing you have to make it in a, in a an adjusted effort, which is not necessarily the case. I, I've I've seen bunts that have traveled almost past, you know, kind of like what we'll call the base pad, just it's, by trajectory trajectory alone. I, I I'm fine with your decision. I just so think I that guess, you gotta I mean, think more critically. I, I gotta assume. I mean, if you bunt it that high and it goes to where the 
first or third baseman is standing, then I get, yeah, that could be, but then to me, that's a fly ball. And the only reason I bring it up, because last year it happened, I think it was seven times. And that's, that's the only reason I thought it was so interesting that. So, so then, I mean, I'm sure we don't have the, the numbers in front of us, but. Seven times out of how many oh, bunt attempts? Really, you know what I mean? So, I mean, how often is it really? You're talking, there's 162 right. games per and team. I, and I understand the numbers, but the situation doesn't change, I guess is what I'm saying. So, the people on the base path, whether you're swinging or bunting, the situation doesn't change where the ball goes. Why does that change the rule? The ball travels the same distance, whether you're swinging or bunting. Why does that make a difference? You also got to think of it of where were the base runners in this? No, but the, the point I'm making is... No, no, like, I'm being serious. Like, if they were just on first and they popped it up, well, but that, not, a, not an infield fly. Right, but that's not what's occurring. The, the situation described in the infield fly is exactly what's happening. For whatever reason, uh, the bunt was on. Don't, don't know why, but the ball was popped up in the air. And resulted in a non-infield fly, and it resulted in a double play. I would have to see the play. I got this. I'm sorry, Matt. You got one? Yeah, I have one. Um, I still haven't actually got the computer up, so I don't have my notes on really arguing it. But I have a feeling that this is going to be a very controversial one. Um, my rule change was to make uh, what's the what's the term I used to make the. Uh, batter's box like a real thing not to just make it a judgment of an umpire that's the batter's box is a real like you mean the, you mean the pitch you now. mean the pitch zone yeah the strike zone i was yeah. saying because the batter's box is a real thing <laughs> <laughs> so and the so, problem the problem with that though is just like without putting an instrument there y- yeah well, it's all judgment it, also it's like every umpire has a different strike zone but that's what he's saying is to get rid of that it's to so like just make it like make it have like, it universal. like I know this is a very large strike zone, so I'm not saying that, but like but like let's just say knees to shoulders above like over the plate. Well that that's the general strike zone. Oh, those knees to letters. I I mean generally it was we were always told knees to shoulders because uh, but what I mean is uh, it was always knees because every umpire is different. Some will call it so the, I remember always just being told like. Use that as your general knees th- to shoulders. At your shoulders, it's high. I mean, you shouldn't swim, but there's going to be guys that call it. Uh, that, that's a tough one, just because like of some umpires are inside out, outside guys. Some guys are oh high guys. But, you're right, but well, but saying, I think that's what he said. I think he's trying to there, say there's no way to really fix that. Well, well, the way to fix it would be with the automatic they're, umpire. They're toying with it. I mean, with these getting the robot of, umpires. Yeah, robot umpires that have a, a specific field of play or uh, like a, a plane that I you have to just be like swing at everything it's tough because we see it in the you know in the nfl they're talking about having the eye in the, the eye in this guy you got to get the calls right but and this contradicts what i do but baseball like the bad strike call is as part as much part of the game is like an rbi double like yeah. it, it's part of the game the only it's, the problem for me with it is when when there's and there's a lot of them are but when ump on home umpires aren't consistent when they when something is like high and away and they call it a strike for yeah. the first three innings and then they start calling it a ball for the next three that's where you see pitchers start freak because you know it's like what the hell but it, to me like and and to me 
it's in baseball more than any other sport, in my opinion, because just the the it's bang bang, it's that that snap. You know, was the foot on? Was it inside? It's it's such a snap judgment call. Mm-hmm. It, it's just it's part of the game. Is anything else? Yeah. Um, I I don't like this idea of the the robot umpires. Um, things happen. But but even beyond, like I I like the part of baseball where you know I didn't think that was a strike, but he called it. You know, it is what it is. We we see it in our softball. You know, guys strike. Oh, I didn't think. Oh well, you know, what are you gonna do? You didn't think it was a good pitch. It's a sport he, entirely judged off human error. Yeah. So I I mean, in, in, in terms of like, I mean, aren't all sports though? No, they're no. they're not because if you look at a lot of sports, I mean, baseball is truly like a game of failure. Yeah, it's all judgment. Think, but, but think about it. An elite player, an elite batter, gets a hit three out of ten times. Three, that it, it's it's crazy to think of it that way because, you know, if if a quarterback only completed three out of ten passes, he'd be a terrible. Quarterback. It's a bad quarterback. If a receiver only caught three out of ten passes, he's a bad receiver. But if a hitter comes up and gets three hits and ten at bats, he's an all star play. Like. It's it's a game that you're it's, it's you're not meant to succeed least. at it. Who fails the least? Yeah, you're not you're not meant to succeed in ba- the way you are in other sports. I guess that's what the beauty of. But that's what I mean. Like it, it's a oh, game God, where Kyle's getting fucking emotional. <laughs> He's gonna cry. Start fucking crying out of his penis. <laughs> it, it's just I and it's more really on the the, the batting side, but <laughs> it, it's just it's not a game designed to produce you know hits and runs and. So when people can do it, you know, just a little, a little a bit better. It's a game that's built on. It's built to have defense succeed. Yeah. It, it's just. Does anybody else have one that they really want to get to? One. I can, I can see the one I was playing. Thinking. Do you have another one, Mark? I don't. All right. Go ahead. Let's make them quick. I I just think that the amount of baseball views should be limited to at least like one. I'm not saying foul ball, and I think that they should have extra just for that purpose. Because there's too many foul balls. Well, like if a pitch goes in the dirt, they should reuse the ball. Yeah, like pitch used in the dirt or pitch used in the infield, things like that. They should just reuse it. So, I'm gonna disagree, and the reason for it is because one of the cool things about baseball versus other sports is inexpensive memorabilia. I was gonna go the same route, and you can go into any stadium, and you can, granted, so it's like you know. You go into an Angel Stadium, you're not just going to find for $40 a Mike Trout autographed baseball. You'll find a game-used ball. <laughs> but you'll find game-used balls, and there's tons of them. And people love that shit. People love it. You find a game-used ball, you, you know, it's got it's just because it's got scuffed up. Yeah. And, and it, it's a cheap, quick profit way for organizations to make money. And I don't really have anything wrong with it because, it, I, you know, physics-wise, it affects how the ball moves. And, and it comes back to the player say, I mean, we talked about it with the pine tar thing. You know, if that, think of if a, you know, a pitcher throwing 90 miles an hour th- puts three in the dirt, you know, that, that ball's not going to move the same right. way. Like, I agree with what you guys are saying. Like, I don't agree. With, I don't think it. Yeah. No, I got you brought up, but the baseballs that we had to use, but, oh boy, but the things that could have been done with those. But again, I mean, you're, we're talking a, a little league budget, of eighty dollars, you know. yeah, no, 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 for ninety players. I I'm just saying, like, imagine what they could have done with those. Yeah, like I agree with you guys one hundred percent. I don't. Th- I think I love the whole 
It's your guys' fault up, for not taking away. those baseballs and autographing them and selling <laughs> them at the food tents. I tried. That it'll say like uh, I don't believe you. They got Pedro Martinez pitch uh, ball in the dirt. Like they still like I agree with that hundred percent. It was just an opinion that people have. And I just brought it out there. Right. You know? No. It makes Plus, sense. you figure we're creating jobs building these baseballs. You're trying to take jobs away <laughs> in America. <laughs> yeah, those aren't made here. <laughs> American design. Good boys, or Wilson would say otherwise. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's when you play in a sport, the only other sport where it happens even close to the amount of time is hockey. And it's not even close. But when you have a sport where the object can get put out of play into fan sections so often. Yeah. It, it, it just it is what it is. I mean, it, at that point, because it's like, it's like you say, you know, like, great, like, okay, we're going to limit it to 20 balls, but it's like, then what happens, like, I mean, we've seen it before, like, what happens when you have, like, nine, nine pitch at bats, all In foul the balls. second inning. Right, you know, it's just like, shit happens, it's just like, you know, I mean, you're still going to have all the balls regardless, because you don't know how many foul balls are going to yeah. be, so you might as well just do it. It's not like football, where, like, a ball that goes in the crowd in football, that's a rarity. And if it does happen, it's usually resulting in someone getting thrown out of a game. And a lot of times, they go and get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like in soccer, like they, they go and get the ball when it goes out. I mean, basketball, like it's very rare a ball is leaving the sixth row of, of the court, which is really when you think about it, because there's absolutely zero boundaries. Like football, you're raised up. Yeah. Like in basketball, but it's just like at a block shot, like the distance away, it's just not going that far. It would be pretty funny, though, if a team ran out of balls one day. <laughs> well, game's over, guys. <laughs> In basketball, right? Uh, baseball. All right, you had one more, Kendall? One more. All right. Rule no. 6.04C. No fielder shall take the position in the batter's line of vision and with the deliberate, unsportsmanlike intent, act in a manner to distract the batter. Uh, so are you arguing that like an infielder should be able to stand between the pitcher and the batter? No, no because it, we're talking about in the line of sight. So it has to be playing a position. But be doing something to distract the batter. So, oh. like you can't Euclid's, do the YMCA while he's batting? I guess not. Kevin Euclid broke that rule a lot then. Do you ever see that guy before a pitch? Mm. He would start like three steps behind first base, start walking towards it, and then jump. <laughs> like every pitch. It was this crazy thing. My favorite actual rule in baseball is that no, no fielder besides the catcher is allowed to start the play in out-of-bounds position. Yeah. I, I was reading on that. Today. I mean, granted, like, an outfielder, like, would never start. Like, imagine being a third baseman, like, <laughs> I'm going to start in foul territory. <laughs> Leaning against the side wall. I didn't wall. know that. I didn't know that was a rule. But, like, why would it, Why would you ever start outside right. of You're putting yourself field in a play. bad position. If you're a center fielder, how would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, holding on the wall. Hey, real quick. I, uh, next inning, I'm an Irish nachos and maybe a hot dog. I'm going to sit third, <laughs> third row back. Watch out. Oh, like just standing on the fucking fence? Is that kind of in play? <laughs> I don't well, know. Yeah, because if you can rob a ball over the fence, the ball's always in play. No, yeah. I'm like, the ball standing... is always in play till it lands. Yeah, people yeah. worse for if you don't like understand it. <laughs> it really is because there's, there's rules and there's unwritten rules, and <laughs> there's a rule where you're not supposed to fraternize with the other team during the actual game of play, which is broken every single time a right, first base coach it, talks yeah. to a first baseman. Hey, Freddie Freeman, you suck butt. <laughs> Illegal. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right, so we're, I have three I'd like to rapid fire real quick. We can just do kind of a quick vote, and then we'll be done. All right, so the first one is making a making a standard, a minimum field, or not 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 a minimum. Sorry, making a standard bearing left and right foul pole distance from home plate. Everything else can be different. Center field can be 5,000 feet. It can be 25 feet. It can come in as a point. I don't care. But left and right field being a actual set distance from home plate. Where your foul poles are? Yeah. I, I agree, but I want to go a step further. and The field should just be the same size. It, it should be regulated, I think. It's just weird to me how half the field is regulated. I can yeah. care less either way. Once the dirt ends, it's like, oh, whatever the fuck you want to do. We don't care. Put a hill out there. We don't care. Stuff, you, you, know, have, you can Yankee have a short porch. It's like, you oh, you could have a pack of rabid dogs <laughs> out just there. Saying. Just make sure they don't touch the dirt. The dirt is regulated. Yeah. Once you get past the dirt, I, fuck, I don't give a shit. Put a I mini golf course out there. You know, Yankee have a short porch. It's not Philly, so. It, it's just, White Sox, it, too. It should be regulated. You know who doesn't? The athletics. <laughs> fuck them. You know, I, I could get. Houston has a real, real long middle porch. I could get behind that. And used to have a hill. Yeah. The <laughs> left and right back. The foul poles. Because I used to love people. I per- so I, I, was, I personally agree with making all the fields the same size. I just thought that'd be a stretch for you guys. So I, I went left, right, just to give some standard right. bearing on it. I, I mean, I do like the individual individuality of the, the ballparks. In, so I, I don't want to change it. But I, I could agree with having a, a standard, right? So from home to left and to right is X amount. And then however you want to design your, it's whatever. See, I think we'd get a better, a more accurate representation of which players are actually like Kendall elite home runners. Kendall is too much of a purist to change things. Well, no, I agree with you on the whole like, originality part. I like to see Hipster. different ballparks and their measurements and how it goes. But but here's the thing. The measurements aren't going to change the aura of the ballpark. Would you like Citizens Bank Park less if they extended 35 feet left and right field? Maybe. Would you really? <laughs> you wouldn't. Would you really? If it was like... I swear to God, if you sit there and go, "Oh, you're further from the field, you're further from the action," no, I'm saying, there'll like be a cheap fucking buy a better a seat. Problem with it? I fucking hated City Field for a long time because of that. And then they brought it in, and I didn't hate it as much. Miami Park is fucking a troll. Yeah, but if everything's the same, then you you can't you don't hate any of it. It's all the same. And I just like to you know say people suck and people don't suck. It's just how it goes. Like certain stadiums are nicer than others. And but the stadium's not going to ha- change. You still have that. No, you, I know. I know, I know yeah. But the stadium's not going to change. No, I know. Like a stadium is not nice because the field's slightly bigger than the next stadium. I know. I just think different is better. What, what else you got? Uh, that's pretty much it. Oh. I, I had other ones, but I forgot what they were. So, yeah. Beer reviews? Most handsome player on the team should wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the oh, arguments. My other one was... Um, I don't believe that if somebody hits a ground ball down the line, a player should be able to bat it foul. Oh, with their gloves? Yeah. I don't think that should be allowed. Let it go. I think it should be an in-play ball. Well, I was I mean, thinking about that. Well, no, if it's in fair towards and hit it foul, it's fair. Yeah. So then what's the why do people hit it foul? They so they do it fair. as it's starting to roll back. They swat it so it can't roll back into fair. They're touching so like it when they foul. bunt it straight down and it rolls. Yeah. Like they'll, yeah. They'll hit so then I think that I think that. Okay, so then I think that so what's foul? Like if you hit it right into the dirt, right in front of home plate, is that a fair ball? As long as it doesn't hit you, or it crosses the plate. Yeah, as long as it stays in front of the plate and doesn't contact the batter. 
it's a fair ball. All right, so I think that I, I th- then personally, I think that the plate should be infield play. So if you bunt the ball straight down and it bounces off the plate and then starts rolling, a player should not be able to bat it foul to just avoid it. If it hits the plate and it goes fair, then it's fair. Hmm. If it hits the plate and it goes fair, it's fair. Well, you just said that if it you, no, just, no, the only, the only you guys just said if it did that, I that thought, it was foul. I thought if it hits the plate, it's no. If it, if it hits the plate and it goes fair, it's fair. If it hits the plate and oh. goes foul, it's foul. I didn't know that. I thought it was, I thought I've it seen was a I've ball. seen a lot of plays where like a guy bunts the ball straight down into the ground and it rolls down the third base line and they bat it foul. If it's rolling fair and then, and someone touches it, it's a fair ball. Yeah. Even if you could swipe it foul all you want, if you touch it in fair territory, that's a fair ball. Usually you'll see them swipe it when, if it's already foul, and, and it's like uh, near that line. And it'll hit like the lip of grass and go right. So they'll, they'll smack it to get it out of there, to make it so, foul. But but the rule states though that if a ball's foul and coming back into fair play, and it touch a, if it touches a player, it's deemed a fair ball. Yeah, but they're in foul territory when they do it. No, I've seen I've seen, I've seen billions of plays where people are in some the part of their body has to be in foul territory. I've seen guys run down the third base line and hit it out. We got to get clarification on this rule because it's, it's, I've seen players in play go and I, I've I've seen pitchers do it where they run off the the mound right to the third base line and knock it out. I, it was yeah, that, that's terrible. It was my understanding, and I, I could be wrong. I mean, we would have to look into it more. But if, if the ball is foul, even if it's rolling back to fair. Unless it touches the foul line, and you you touch it, it's foul. But once it hits the line or whatever, and you touch it, then it's a fair ball. I didn't I didn't know that it mattered where the player was. So I I didn't know that if it even I didn't know that had any uh, implication. All right, and then the last one is um, I personally think that if you have the hand eye coordination to throw your glove up in the air to stop a fly ball, yeah. it should be an out. If you if you can throw your glove up in the air to stop the ball and then catch it, it should be an out. Automatic triple. <laughs> I don't think it should be an automatic triple. If you here's the deal: if someone cracks a fucking home run and you at second base, it should be. I think it should be infielders only. You couldn't use it to rob a home run. But if someone if someone hits a line drive that's going to go in between the gap of center field and left field, and and in that split second, you have the ability to get your glove off and throw it to the perfect height to stop the ball. I think that ball should be. A I live tell ball. you what. They make that a rule. Pat Donovan's in the MLB tomorrow. You know what? <laughs> no, he's not. I've, I've seen him do that. that. He won't do it because he'll break his forearm first play. <laughs> I have seen he'll him take do it off that and it'll break his forearm. So many times. I've seen him smack balls out of the air with his glove. Kid, yeah, but he'll break his forearm he's doing like the it. the luckiest player in everything. That kid beat a three-pointer from the fucking corner off the backboard like five times. You can't do he's that. good. No, not from the th- like corner three-point land. No, I can do that. Like behind the backboard. Well, then he didn't hit it off the backboard, Kyle. He did. There's it's no way. If he's behind the backboard, he didn't hit the backboard. <laughs> a lot of backspin. <laughs> he, did he hit the rim first? He, he shot like this. <laughs> yeah, he did that wanted with the bullet where they bent it like, you gotta go like that. You gotta shoot it like this. I've seen that kid say, I'm gonna hit a home run into the trash can, and that pitch hit a home run into the fucking trash can. <laughs> he's good for weird shit. He's yeah. also good for breaking his forearm. When did he break Australia his forearm? He broke his kangaroo. forearm diving for a ball in softball. Oh, that was his wrist. Well, uh, your wrist is part of your forearm. He didn't break it. He just sprained it. <laughs> no, he broke it. Did he? Yeah. Your wrist is part of your forearm. Is it technically? Yeah. It's not part of your Your hand. forearm is elbow down to the hand. No, I just thought it was kind of like just this part. Anytime you hit a home run, you should be on the So is the wrist part of your hand? <laughs> uh, the wrist was the wrist. No, it's, but it's part of the arm. 
Well, it's part of the arm. What do you guys think? It's part of the forearm. Kyle, I'm with you. Hey, I'm, I'm learning a <laughs> lot tonight. You're an asshole. Anytime you hit a home run. Beer reviews, Kyle, go. Uh, oh, you do another rule real quick? Yeah, anytime you hit a home run, you should be on the Wheel of Fortune. All right, what's your beer review? <laughs> Super naw. You're running. Give me an A. <laughs> Pretty good. Solid beer. I get it again. I get any beer again. That's not hams. What? The uh, Sierra Nevada Hazy Little Thing IPA was was pretty good. At first sip, I was iffy, but it was very tasty. I would buy it again. Three and a half stars. Kyle, uh, Chris, you're still there? No. Yes. <laughs> what? Chris? Yes. Have uh, you drank anything? Did anyone else yeah. hear the song Answer Paul? <laughs> yeah. Switch. <laughs> but he was like, you there? Yeah. Uh, Kendall, why don't you review your four beers? All right. First three beers. From the Riddler Collection. Of course. Of course. Uh, Neon Rainbows IPA from Omegang in uh, Cooperstown, New York. 6.7%. We'll call it $16.99 uh, four-pack. Um, golden in color. A earthy, floral, citrusy aroma as well as flavor. Very tasty IPA. Not too heavy. Easy on the palate. Doesn't burn you out. Uh, three stars would absolutely get again. Uh, what about Dave Double? Hold on. Dave's hold on, hold on. I gave it four stars, said absolutely we get it again for the Neon Rainbows. Yes, very tasty. I loved it a lot. Um, Dave's Kick Save FBA from Blades in New Haven, Connecticut. Call it $14.99, a uh, four-pack, uh, 7%. Uh, straw color, earthy, floral, and aroma and flavor. Uh, not super tasty. It's easy drinking. Uh, two stars, doubtful, would get again to buy. We'll drink again, absolutely. David, two and a half stars, said maybe. We had totally different aromas. Uh, I'm not really good at determining those things. I'm just good at drinking. Uh, Questionable. <laughs> and then uh, from the Riddler as well, uh, Over the Moon uh, from Open Gate slash Guinness. Holy uh, fans, you see a trend out there? From, uh... <laughs> so... Uh, from uh, Maryland, was it Maryland? Um, 5.3%. percent. Uh Black color, uh, the chocolatey uh, coffee and aroma, uh, similar flavor profile. I was actually surprised. I, I always have very doubtful when it's something is like it's part Guinness, uh, not too heavy. It was very smooth, uh, velvety. Uh, three stars, sure, would get again. Uh, and then I had the. Um oh, I skipped the whole double page. I, I had five of the over-the-moon milk stouts from Guinness, Open Gate Brewery out of Baltimore, 5.3%, down in a six-pack, uh, amber, dark brown color, earthy red and malt aroma with a creamy malt flavor. Uh, so it was creamy and smooth, very decadent, uh, good job from the U.S. Brewery, which is a first because everything else I do is terrible. Um, mild malt, it's very thin and extremely crushable, I gave it three and a half stars, but absolutely would get it again. And uh, real quick, I put the, I, I didn't give a, I think I gave a bullshit review last week. I had the Stillwater World Famous Pilsner to finish out the show from North Haven. It's a 5% Pilsner, and it costs too much regardless of what you bought it for. Um, it's straw colored, it tastes like nothing, and it's the worst craft beer that's ever existed with a very ugly label and a terrible can. I gave it no stars and said I would not get it again or drink it if it was free. Um, Ma, uh, real quick, a question for you. Yes, sir. If they were interested in hearing reviews about other beers we've had, where could they find those? 
you could find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's Mash just chiming in once for the past hour or changing all the rules of a sport you've loved forever. Be sure to subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We are everywhere. Where you find internet and radio podcasts, you find us. Subscribe on Spreaker, as previously mentioned. Be sure to check out the Peter Pino Show this Wednesday from 7.30 to 10.30. I believe uh, the rat will be there. It's uh, Pete Pino's birthday month, he calls it. The whole month of March is his birthday month. Big 5-0 this year. When's his birthday? Is it going to be five this year? It's going to be five. It's going to be five. So, check that out. Download the PPRN. uh, uh, Is the app still off? Uh, The app is no more. So, don't download the app. Uh, Follow PPRN on Spreaker. On Spreaker. They have like a 100,000. I don't know what the number is. They have like a bunch of downloads. So, be be part of the movement. Also, real quick, uh, just a personal PSA. Um, this Thursday is a holiday very dear and special to my heart. It is March 12th. Can anybody tell me the significance of March 12th? Yeah, it's in March. I know what it is, but I can't. I don't think I know. It is 312 day. The Goose Island beer, 312. Oh! Can I tell you, I knew it had something to do with Goose Island. (laughs) The Goose Island 312, which is they have an urban wheat ale and a dry hopped ale, but it's just a Goose Island day. So you drink any Goose Island beer you love. If you've ever listened to the show, you know that I'm a big supporter we'll of Goose Island beers. Be um, April 4th. Yeah, we're going, I'm going. I don't give a fuck who else goes. With, I'll miss the game for it, honestly. I could care less I'm about in. the game. You know, you know I'm going. But my client asked when Paul said 312, I was like, oh, pie day, bitches. But I restrained myself because I'm not a. So it's Goose Island Day. So if you're uh, if you are a beer drinker, pull it up, pull it up. There's all kinds of the Next Coast IPA, the Locale IPA out there. They've got the regular IPA. There's the 312. There's the Sisters that I've reviewed on the show a while back at the Whole Farmhouse series. If you can find it, Bourbon Counties. You have one Juliet left. I do. Yeah, I also have like 40 Bourbon Counties left. And guess what came in the mail the other day? The glass? The Bourbon County official snifter. Oh, it's called a snifter. It's car. not. So, uh, it's yeah, so 312 day on Thursday. I will be celebrating next Monday with Goose Island beer. Um, and uh, it's going to be delicious. But until then, I'm your host, Ms. Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. She washable. Nay. I'm the Mash Chris Massey. Nope. <laughs> I'm Two Thick Souls. Very <laughs> And I'm the rat of a red baron. Rat, rat, rat. Yeah.